0: Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross-Sections. This is episode, uh, I don't fucking know. Um, I don't think anyone's know at
1: this point. Negative four? Just, just yeah. say yeah, a bunch of awesome. numbers, yeah. and then Mark will just cut the one so, out.
0: So, today's <laughs> a very special episode. Uh, our first episode, or two, if you really want to count it as a two-parter, was talking about Star Wars Episode Seven. Today, we're talking about Star Wars Rogue One. So... New year, new podcast. It, 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 new, new, year, new podcast. Kind of a special one. It's not exactly one year later, but it feels like the the one year milestone. I feel like as long as we keep doing this, if we keep doing it in the future, every Star Wars movie that comes out will feel like a milestone for us.
2: Does that mean we're like gonna start like posting more regularly? I don't know, Ben. Are we? Hopefully, uh, I'm just wondering. It's
3: weird because we've literally been sitting in the same room for a year. We've never left. Which is weird, yeah, why won't you mean, leave my house? <laughs> I
0: and mean, I still can't grow a beard. I mean, there are no <laughs>
4: houses to go to. Oh, we actually started in my parents' house. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We that did really probably does. about
0: one episode there. Two episodes if you count the two partners. But Right away we came over to here. So. Okay. Anyways, <clears throat> as I was saying. So, okay. yes, today we're talking about Rogue One. Um, I know some people in this room have a lot to say about it. Me? Just about everybody. So
4: that does include Miller yes just about <laughs> I'm waving now <laughs> thank you uh, so who's here
0: actually Miller's not here oh. that's, uh, yeah. that's Gareth Yeah. <laughs> it's Garrett, that word. Gareth Edwards Gareth thank Gareth you so much for joining monsters. us today <laughs> Gareth Mountain <not too> <laughs> Dew
2: Gareth if you don't mind I'd like to go a little bit off topic and talk a little bit about Godzilla
5: uh, <laughs> no,
6: I don't talk about anything that isn't related to Star Wars or uh, me
2: Oh, that explains why your movies are so shit. Oh my god. <laughs> We're already getting
0: into this. <laughs> Let me get some so, Who's here today? It's me, Andrew. Jason. Mark. Matt. Ben! Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's me, your supposed host, but these people tell me I don't believe it though.
2: Colin. Um... That's like. Could you imagine if Chris Hardwick on the Nerdist said, I guess I'm kind of the fucking host of this show? I don't know. Why do you even you are the this? best
4: of us. Yeah, You're like offense. the
2: moderator. You're the one that keeps me from killing Jason. like no, off- yeah, no, no offense. No offense to Mark,
3: <laughs> but no one racks a beanie like you do. I'm just saying. Oh boy, this is a, yeah, a genuine beanie, is a discourse here, <laughs> beanie discourse in here.
4: Beanie discourse. Welcome to the beanie discourse podcast. The new
6: fall fashions. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyways, as I was saying... <laughs> so, Watch your thoughts.
0: Uh, so, Star Wars. Uh, does anybody want to do a synopsis, or do we just assume that everybody knows what this movie's about?
3: Well, I think this this one is pretty easy, actually, to synopsize. Yeah. Because, basically, what the the goal of this movie is, or was, was to bridge the gap between the original trilogy and... Well, no, I'm sorry, the... Prequel trilogy and the original trilogy, and explain the plot to get the plans for the Death Star. Did it even bridge the gap? It's not a bridge gap. It's not a bridge gap. We're not criticizing, it's but it's not. It was,
2: I know, I'm telling you, it's not a big br- bridge gapper. Well, gap it's But was well, I, I would think, though, that's the prequel. goal of the movie. Oh, it's just a the prequel. Wait, can we, they can, just can, a, a show that bridges the gap is can is we, Rebels? Can we trademark
0: the uh, the term bridge gapper. I think yeah. it might be gapper. Well,
2: in terms of a film, no, it's though, gap bridges, but it's bridge gapper.
0: In, in no, terms no, of no, a film, yeah. if
3: you uh, wanted to watch, you know, hypothetically now all eight movies from the beginning to you know Episode Seven now, that's the only film that would fit into that. So it kind of cinematically is trying to bridge that gap, I guess. If you weren't gonna watch it like Rebels or Clone you know, Clone Wars or any of the other canon, you know, T V shows. Right, well,
2: no.
3: And um, I, can, I
1: honestly I see what you're both saying because it does fit in the timeline there, but at the same time I can see where Ben's coming from where it doesn't
2: well, it's just more a prequel. Yeah, than it, it gives you else. more
1: information before episode four. So,
2: Rogue One is a prequel to Episode Four in which we learn about some kind of rebels that steal the Death Star plans that is then later given to Leia Organa that gives it to R2-D2, that gives it to Luke Skywalker, that gives it to the Rebels that they use to blow up the hole that Jin Urso, one of the Rebels, dad, built into the Death Star. The end. Alright, that's it for this
6: episode. <laughs> 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 shortest episode ever. Spoiler So <laughs> so, <some laughs> fucking show a spoiler. I don't think there is a spoiler for this movie. But alright, let's,
0: let's take it back a bit. So, essentially, this this movie is about uh, the group of rebels that had to steal the plans for the Death Star that was conveniently located on a
2: hard drive. What? Well, on a tropical planet. I don't know. In it's, space, Florida. In and, space, Florida. <laughs> and let's make sure we podcast, quote, had to in had to steal the Death Star plans. Oh, had wow. to. Why wouldn't they have? We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. None of this. So, none of this movie made
3: sense. So Rogue One, in a nutshell, pretty much. That's that's what I think the movie was trying to accomplish. Yeah. I viewed it as yeah, like kind of a, a stopgap because I'm thinking in my head, anytime I watch a new Star Wars film, how does this fit into the overarching, you know, saga? Like you would watch Lord of the Rings. I mean, every time I watch the Hobbit movies, I still think, even though I didn't care for the Hobbit movies nearly as much as you know the, the main Lord of the Rings films, the trilogy, I still consider them one big yeah. saga because there's continuity there. Yeah. Just yeah. like there is in Rogue One. And <laughs> that's so. that's
2: a great point. Like Rogue One's about as useful as the Hobbit trilogy. That's a good point. Good point, Jason.
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so,
0: Jesus, alright. You guys are taking the gloves off today.
2: I am so sick and tired of everyone saying this movie is one of the best Star Wars movies of all time. And everyone that's listening to this podcast and everyone in this room today will agree with me by the end of it (laughs) that the movie is overall average and passable. That's my opening argument, Your Honor.
4: I love that you said that on your... Your
2: Honor. Your Honor. (laughs) you're on your you're on your you're on your way no you i'm serious you will all agree with me because my roommate agrees with me now and he walked out saying it was better than empire like some kind of idiot (laughs) other people are saying chris hardwick said it's better than empire like what the hell is that all right podcast war everybody right now chris hardwick also receives a
3: paycheck
0: from people.
2: (laughs) Well, let me
3: let me just... Uh, I'll put this out there then before we really get into any you know particular plot points. Wait, or... did
4: Colin just call Chris Hardwick a sellout?
6: Oh. <laughs> podcast
4: <four>. our,
6: <laughs> podcast our, podca- our Podcast Wars! Our podcast is
3: now cursed. That bothers me because Colin is the next Chris Hardwick. We all
6: know this. <laughs> I'm Colin Hardwick. Well, one of the... I am the podcast. Hardwick.
3: I'm Chris Hard Brandon.
5: <laughs> Hard Brandon. Hard Brandon.
3: <laughs> That's from Colin's past. We won't bring that up. <laughs> so, I don't know what that means. so. No one does. So before we get into um, actual <sighs> plot points or things we liked about the movie, things we didn't like about the movie, um, I would just say that you know I saw it once. Pretty close to opening. It was, you know, after that first weekend. And walking out of it, although there's a lot of things I think I would defend about the movie now, I don't... I wouldn't rank it up there as one of the best Star Wars movies at all. I don't think, you know, like you said, your friend, you know, saying it's better than Empire. That was not my first inclination at all. As as a matter of fact, what I was doing, because I don't think it can really hold a candle to the older films, the the original trilogy... um, and, you know, obviously it's kind of a complicated complicated situation where you're talking about the prequel trilogy, but the number one thing I was doing was comparing it to Force Awakens because Same. I think as a yeah. contemporary yeah. Star Wars yeah. movie, that was one done right for, these are the for one, what it's worth. These
0: are the ones not done by Lucas. These are the ones right. done by the, the people who grew up watching those movies. So, Though
2: true story, Lucas is actually going to be directing a sequel to Rogue One that's just been announced. Yeah, I saw Rogue some, some set photos
3: they released. It's, yeah. Uh,
2: no, absolutely. It's slated for release in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah. yeah, no,
3: I heard that. Darth actually, Vader plays a bigger I'm role.
2: Yes. I'm glad that they're gonna
3: expand that. No,
0: on it's kinda of weird that they grabbed the uh, the actual uh, director of American Graffiti.
2: Like, I don't right? I like, care. what the he's hell else has he done? We'll see. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I bet he's going to done. drive this franchise into the ground. I, I just hope he all does. All new cast
6: members, all unknowns.
2: I read an article that was saying no, they're that not the going to use one CGI as well. She's going
6: to be next in it. She'll be back. But I mean, she's an unknown. They've got Alec Guinness, so that's what they've got going.
4: Holy
2: shit!
6: The voice of Mustafa. I heard. I heard Alec Guinness was
2: dead. Is he's he's not dead?
3: He's super dead. Oh. We're impressive impressive that's We're really cool Nebromancy, Nebromancy. <laughs> <Impressive>. <laughs> I don't know the Lucas guy he's got a lot of potential and vision I just hope he doesn't sell out to a giant multinational corporation no there's no <laughs> way there's no way not, stop. Not, stop I don't know. there's stop integrity. it I don't know but yeah but uh that was what I was kind of doing was comparing it with Force Awakens just seeing how it made me feel if it captured uh that certain kind of spark or vibe um <laughs> and, and one of the things that stuck with me is, although there are a lot of scenes in Rogue One that I liked, I'll just be honest, last night I watched the final scene in Force Awakens where Rey walks up to Luke, and I started crying. Yeah, it's like, incredible. It's still, a year later, after I've seen the movie however many times, it still gives me goosebumps, and you know, I never had that type of moment in mm-hmm. Rogue One. It was fun definitely but it, it never really made me go wow this is you know wow I mean we're
2: probably I, gonna get along a lot more than you know, I thought
3: well, no, <laughs> things I, I appreciate the opinion of the film that it was you know great and it was good Star Wars but I also appreciate the opinion that eh, there's some problems with it because I didn't walk out of there saying and you know Colin and I kind of talked about it a little bit we walked out of the our showing and I just said I thought that was solid overall but I wasn't like wow I, you know, this is amazing. This is the best Star Wars film. Because I've seen the same write ups and, and, you know, people saying this is great. This is the best Star Wars film since the original trilogy. Right. I, I didn't quite agree. But I, I do think there's some redeeming qualities to it. Um, yeah.
2: I, I agree too. I, passable. But
3: um, we'll get there. <clears throat> there was a whole lot that I liked
4: about it. in um, on, on second viewing, um, some of the humor was. Did, st- didn't hit as hard as it did the first time. I don't know if it was the midnight showing theater experience where everyone's cracking up at, at the, all the jokes or whatever. Seeing it the second time, almost no one in the theater was laughing at the jokes that I that I was dying over the first time I saw it. And I was waiting, doing that thing where you look around and looking at everyone else to see them laugh, and everyone's just kind of enjoying it, not really laughing out loud. Mark's, like, and standing
3: it, in the theater, like, gesturing.
6: Come on!
4: Just, the robot
6: just said the funny words. You got to
4: laugh. <laughs> it just changed the experience a bit for me uh and kind of sobered it up a little bit. The it made the first half of the movie a lot slower um than I remember it being. But the the battle was still amazing and I'm I'm still really impressed with the, with the visuals and the way that everything looked like models. I don't know how much of that was actually you know model filmed no. or if they just i figured they just tried to emulate what it would look like but it, it looked amazing and it was really impressive and i think it looked better than just flat cg trying to uh, hyper design things making it doing a cg version of the model chips looked way cooler to me than than you know the newer designed <laughs> for the prequel trilogy
3: yeah i thought that was definitely a strength of the film and one of the things that I appreciated was that although yes you know obviously there there's a lot of CGI you can't get away from it now I think the, the new talent or creatives that are behind this new era of Star Wars really took a lot of the Lucas criticisms from the prequel trilogy to heart and they're really trying to you know bring back that kind of lived in dirty you know very tactile sort yeah. of um, future you know uh, vibe that the original movies had that was kind of lost in the, the big CGI backdrops of, and that's the thing. Like, I, there's still uh, tons, tons of CGI going on, but it's made to look more, you know, kind of gritty, down to earth, not as shiny. And granted, too, the technology's come a, a long way in the ten years plus since the prequel trilogy came out. Now, you know, you look at some of the stuff in Episode One that's like. It's like Sci-Fi Channel, oh <laughs>
4: original movie, you know. It, it feels more like what what you'd expect filming on a more solidly grounded set that has CGI additives to it as opposed to just having to add in every single detail of the environment. I feel like that adds a lot of difficulty in terms of making things look lived in. When, you, when it's not just altering what's there to, to, to m- look more fantastical but actually filling in everything that is the sound.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt, you look like you wanted to say something before...
4: Oh, well,
1: okay, I'm going to hark back to uh, an earlier spot of... You pointed out, Jason, that you didn't have that moment, like the lightsaber being passed off, but I feel like this movie wasn't intended to do that. It wasn't supposed to be this big, epic, emotional like saga it was meant to be a small story where you learn a little bit about these characters get a little bit more backstory and see what it took to get this mission accomplished and i feel like for what it is i really liked it because i think and i think that's where a lot of my disagreement comes with people who are criticizing it ben i'll probably get into that with you a little bit but i have
2: one directly directed to you now
1: (laughs) It's. I feel like when you can't compare it directly to the main story because it's not supposed to be. That's why it's not Star Wars Rogue One. It's Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Sure.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think that's um, that's interesting because then it goes from you know you're you're treating the movie differently than you would a numbered film. Whereas I think a lot of people maybe aren't making that distinction like you are. Whereas they're watching it and you know if you make a big umbrella statement like that where you say this is the best star wars well okay but then you know you're comparing that with the numbered movies and it's like i don't know i mean i've heard people say that too and i i like the movie but i would disagree that it's one of the best Star Wars yeah. movies. I think it's it's a good a good movie. I did. Yeah, but... I
1: enjoy it. I definitely don't think it ranks up as like one of the best. Yeah. Like I would definitely not say it like tops original trilogy. Not by a No.
0: Large. I think it just dawned on me. What
1: was that? The
0: entire reason they showed the whole uh Darth Vader going after the plans. Epic. The final. Oh, people and then, like, getting the plans to Princess Leia. They literally did that. That's probably a reshoot later on. Because they're like, all the Star Wars fans are going to know what story you we're telling here. But there's going to be a lot of people who are going to go into this not fucking understanding anything. They might think this is, like, episode eight or something. So put that in there so they get that it takes place right before episode four. That's probably why they did that, now that think about it. Because it, it was pretty unnecessary.
6: To be honest.
0: You didn't have to bridge that gap
6: when i was when i was watching it i and that scene started you know the you know they blast down the door and all the you know pilot the, the the rebel fighters are ready to start shooting i thought that was going to be the intro scene i'm like oh wow so this actually happens like you know, know Rogue one is you know immediate you know it's not like oh you know half an hour later the empire catches up and then darth vader shows up and i'm like oh shit yeah it's him and then he you know he goes on his spree or whatever And, you know, I mean, it's, that, you know, that part was incredible.
3: Well, you know, like, 100% agree. Because that, walking away from the movie, the one thing that I never went back and questioned or maybe were, you know, picked out flaws or had issues with... (laughs) Was that corridor scene? Yeah, yeah. I don't like what came directly after it—the whole thing with handing it off in Leia, yeah. CGI Leia, going. Well, not even. He
0: gave it. us hope. Let's not even get into CGI That I—I yeah. I, I
3: think that's the thing. You, you could have ended this movie if you—if they wanted to. You could have ended the movie with you know the the beach and they all die and you know once you get that uh, white flash, you know the the, the nuke. Should have. Could have ended it right there. You didn't need all that, you know, connective tissue that they they tried to put in that would bridge it to the beginning of A New Hope. But the Vader corridor scene was amazing, and I I can't I can't pick out any issue with that. Only reason being because it gave Vader his teeth back again. It was right. horrifying for that minute and thirty seconds. It was a horror movie. Yeah, and man. it was just devastating. Powerless,
6: totally powerless.
3: Devastating, but they could
6: not fight him.
3: They they couldn't and they knew it and I just thought it was great that all those all the the rebels in that corridor knew they were gonna die but they all just pushed on trying to get that hollow disc yeah. through
0: the, yeah. the floppy disc yeah the, get
3: the get the floppy. Because they couldn't copy the floppy. Exactly. The they floppy only had well, one. Well,
2: they, they they can't copy the floppy. Yeah. It's
3: just not allowed. Yeah, yeah. Don't copy that floppy. No, don't copy that floppy. You wouldn't steal the Death Star plans, would
2: you? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't download a Death Star. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Guys, I just want to say, so everyone knows, uh, pirating
2: uh, is incredibly is, right.
0: It is illegal. Don't do it. Okay? Unless you are from Netherlands. I think it's okay over there.
2: Somalians, you're good. Keep doing your thing. Colin, why were you winking the whole time you, you did, said did. that?
6: I uh, what? Ah, <laughs> uh, what? This is my podcast. <laughs> I, well,
4: I love the way that it, it gave you that feeling of just how down to the wire everything was. <sighs> Literally to the, the last drop, the Rebel Alliance was basically on the verge of collapse at that point. There was, everything was just so close. And, and every every character's death Basically, if they had died ten seconds before that, a step wouldn't have happened that led to the plans being sent up mm-hmm. to the fleet. Everything was so down to the wire, literally to the guy diving and handing it through. Just take it, just take it, and the guy just like leaps onto the ship right as they if they just take off. Mm-hmm. Everything, couple second delay, and the plans wouldn't have gotten through, and you know the rebels probably wouldn't have done anything.
0: They kind of like there. You talk about like the rebellion was almost on the verge of collapses. Going into episode four, it was kind of just assumed that this there was this militant group that was already constantly engaging with the Empire and just not getting any headway with that. And the Death Star was their first like big break. But in this movie, it shows that the rebellion was just like just a group of you know planets of people who are like not okay with this Empire. They have not yet engaged the Empire yet, you know, is, is pretty intense. And so there's that moment where like individuals in this this rebellion, this alliance had to like make the decision, okay, we're doing it, okay? If no one else is coming, who cares? And Rogue One was kind of like the platform for that. Yeah. But Rogue One was just like the vehicle to get you there to understand the larger part of the rebellion is they that was like the spark. Was Rogue One doing that to forcing them to an actual conflict with the Empire like yeah. forcing that battle to happen and then the Death Star happens and then like it just keeps you know cascading yeah
2: I, that's God. what I took away from that movie and after I thought about it it was pretty
5: neat
2: <clears throat> I think what I took away from this movie is that we we just need a Vader solo movie <laughs> so screw everything else Honestly, that, there's a that, there's a that, really that would be good there's a really no it would because Darth Vader's comic is one of the greatest Star say, Wars pieces of material ever comics, comics always make good it's, incredible. Movies. it's incredible it's incredible man it's a bad movie what at what? I... Shut up. Okay, so there's a moment in Star shut Wars. The mask? There's a, there's a crossover in the two new Star Wars, uh, Marvel Comics books, Star Wars and Darth Vader. Uh, it's called Vader Down, where uh, they actually successfully shoot Vader down and crash him on a planet. And they're like, this is our chance. Let's do it. And they bring the whole Rebel Alliance. to This place takes place between New Hope and Empire. Um, and there's this great moment that he's surrounded by like literally the entire rebellion. There's like a, this this platoon of like sixty guys, and they're all surrounded him. They all got their guns trained on them. and they're like, "It's over! Like surrender your weapon. You're surrounded." And Vader says, "All I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men." And he activates all of their grenades and kills them immediately. Yeah, yeah. No. and and so that's what we need. We need a movie of sheer destruction and watching rebels I, I, get their ass I would like, I would like I watching him hunt down the the last of the Jedi. That that's be. exactly what cool I was too. thinking. <laughs> Although Star Killer did all that, remember?
4: Star Killer. Yeah, Co- but first. that doesn't exist.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm
6: gonna go. You know, I'm gonna air my grievances about the EU
2: shortly. Um, <laughs> every all EU exists until replaced. That's that's my that's Why's my everybody paid on, on the event. European Union, guys.
0: They actually replaced all the Expanded Universe post-Return of the Jedi, already. right?
2: Yeah, but we still have Starkiller. Starkiller still exists, so everyone rest easy. Starkiller is still very much Uh a part of canon, and he will save everyone, alright? Him and his clones are going to show up, they're going to kill the rebels, and the Empire will live on, and everything's going to be okay.
3: One of the things that I (laughs) read in in the kind of you know post rogue one after it came out you know i had that that week there where i did a lot of you know reading like op-eds and different takes on it online and that was one of the things that came up was you know people saying this would be really cool to have just a darth vader solo movie and i you know was of the same mind as everyone here sounds like where oh that's kick ass i want to see that movie but one of the things that this article touched on they were against it they were against the darth vader solo movie and they said that what Rogue One kind of successfully did in a lot of ways is just, you know, what, what I had said, because that was kind of where I got my point from, is that it gave Vader his teeth back. And in in doing a solo Vader movie, I feel like they would have to be very delicate with how they did it, because you could, if you did too much, you could almost, even by doing, you know, just a whole two-hour movie of those badass scenes, like the corridor at the end of Rogue One, you could almost damage the character I feel like if you did too much, you could water it down a little bit. I,
2: I think, I think yes, there is too much, but I don't think a solo movie would damage him. No.
3: and I feel like It depends be- how they do it, though. If they did the movie where it was, you know, your Vader down, where he's on the planet just killing stuff for two hours, that might be a little much. If you had a movie like I think someone else uh, posed the idea of him, you know, hunting down Jedi, and it's kind of more of a slower-paced almost like if they made it like a horror movie yeah you know if they did something like that that would be cool that that would be something i plus it gives you that
1: emotional you watch after his transition to vader him going out and murdering all these people he knew and was trained by
2: i would also like you'd
1: have that amazing growth of you're watching him become colder and colder and that's what leads you up to
2: yeah uh, that'd be the main series that'd be (laughs) <laughs> and by the way, I, do, I did want to point out, like, like Vader down isn't just him wiping out rebels. Unfortunately. Oh yeah, no, it's he goes up against Luke at one point. He goes up against. There's a whole other thing that I want to get into, but so his replacement, which is another techno-organic force user, and and all that sorts of things. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Read Star Wars. Star Wars Darth Vader and Vader down in between it's it's very good well I suggest it
3: before we move on from this then uh, just one other umbrella question because I figured we'd get to this later but now that we're on the topic what was everyone's thoughts of how they handled the legacy characters in this film so Awful. the, you know Vader Tarkin Leia a- any any character that appeared in a previous iteration somewhere and and you can you can go character by character so like in my opinion, I thought the Vader stuff was really cool, but the other two legacy characters, I thought, like, I understood the importance, especially of, like, Tarkin in the story, but I didn't really care for the way they handled it. But I loved, I thought the Vader stuff, even if that was, you know, the uh, dreaded reshoots that took place way down the line, because oh, that stuff really wasn't necessary. None of the Vader scenes were necessary, no. but I thought they were cool. I loved when the, the, uh, the ship flew down past his castle on Mustafar, that was, like that was cool are dude. they showing this like yeah. wow this is cool this is you know now in the, the cinematic universe at least this is a yeah. thing now so it was kind of cool that they did that but mm-hmm. um, I was yeah. just yeah. kind Especially of curious when, when, when you
4: sashayed but... when he sashayed up that catwalk yeah oh
3: no, man, and man, to the total 70s line way way don't, don't
2: choke don't on choke your me. aspirations <laughs> yeah. ambitions oh. and so, yeah someone like I
0: was reading I think it was on reddit I was reading and someone was like did anyone else think like how stupid like it was so dumb that Vader was so sassy, and then someone proceeded... No, to like, he's totally sassy. to leave a comment like, every sassy thing Vader says. To yeah! the trilogy, so sure he was like,
3: dude's pretty oh, sassy. Oh, yeah, dude's yeah. sassy Dude, as sassy. hell.
2: He's clever. Well, yeah.
3: Vader's always yeah. been clever. I thought that was killer, too, that they actually showed, you know, when... when they, when they arrive on the planet, it's not just Vader, you know, sitting there on a throne or something like that. He's in the back to tank mm-hmm. and he's removed from his prosthetics. Right. It's it's limbless Vader trying to heal. Trying to heal, hooked up in the back to tank, just, you know. Floating and it's like wow, it's really cool because yeah. you see that that vulnerability that he really to deal didn't
0: get. He's going, God, work this time. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> on, that's
2: honestly Damn what it me. is though. He's very much he's like he's like maybe this time he's going to heal some of the yeah. wounds and maybe and this
6: must be out of pain. And the visual companion, they do say that the back to tank does provide um, a level of relief. Yeah, pain relief. This, what has got to be constant burning?
2: Oh yeah. Itching pain. Yeah, it's gotta be awful. You know,
6: itch,
2: itch, itch. Itching pay itching
0: in a leather suit, it's gotta chafe so bad. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I thought
2: that was a good idea. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have legs to chafe. Uh, it's man, got. They cut
0: off
2: at the nubs. <laughs> at- at the, at nubs.
1: the nubs. <laughs> <laughs> He's got chafy nubs.
4: The suit has a special uh, Bengay injection system. Oh my gosh.
2: Uh, okay. I need. Mean, can, can I answer Jason's question? Because I have a big.
0: I have a big statement to Oh
2: my gosh. Fine. Okay. So I'll just go down the list
0: real quick. So uh, Jimmy Jimmy <laughs> Smith's, can we count him as a legacy character? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. I think he should have looked a little bit older. I think he looked really healthy
3: for uh, all the shit that went down. I thought that was cool though. I, I almost kind of, kind of viewed that like less of an integral part like the, the other characters were and more kind of like Easter egg. But, but it was cool nevertheless um, because it did, yeah. you know, it, 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 it bridged that gap. Oh, and it, it, it,
0: just the fact that they actually had Jimmy Smith come back that was actually. Yeah, really I was surprised. I didn't expect that. Um, Whoever they had to play Mon Mothma, oh,
6: that was holy. so incredible. Nailed it. Yeah. No, that was that I was like
0: I was like, I, I don't even care if there's two different actresses there. Right. I Don't even care, like they nailed it. I don't even remember what the old Man looks like because that's the Mon same Mofo. thing. She's know. the same yeah, mom. She's same. the
2: same mom from episode three too. She oh was, yeah. She's, she's from episode
3: three. That was pretty incredible. I mean, uh, it was same Moffat from episode three. Yeah. Uh, the guy that played uh, <laughs> General Dodano.
0: That's his name,
4: right? Dodano. Yeah. The old. Huh. Oh yeah. The bearded man. I know you're talking
0: about. At the end, that like hugs Leia in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're
3: okay, gonna watch episode it. four now. <laughs> See what you're talking. He's about. the
2: guy that breached them on the Death Star. It'll That's, be out yeah. in
3: '77, so uh, well, not too like, long to wait.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't
0: really so on huh? But but uh, who is the guy? The, the The British guy with the mustache. Who's the uh, the general? Who's the X-wing pilot? Uh, leader of blue.
4: Oh, blue George Michael. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh no, you're. Oh. Oh. Man, actually, so sad.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm
4: talking about, though. He, you know he
0: like goes up in a blaze of glory. Yeah, of you're
4: five, talking like, that didn't you say that was a scene was. that was
0: uh no gold the, the gold squadron oh. was
4: uh, mm-hmm.
0: I think a scene from
4: uh, like the original unused yeah it was unused yeah, footage. Yeah,
0: they used or a or couple one. scenes from episode four mm-hmm. for that that were never used in the actual. That's, film. So cool. That's tight. Um, other than that, legacy like, characters. Okay, we're getting to the big one now. Hearken. I appreciate what they tried to do. Uh, I would have appreciated it more if they could have like cast him with more shadow. Yeah. It a little bit less of the. CGI. Maybe not do so many close-ups. Someone, <laughs> someone tried to point it out. They said it was the eyes. No it's matter the what they did, you could not. You could not. Fake the
2: eyes.
1: It, it's, it's the, the uncanny valley. The the, the tech Stop! Is no, not. don't
2: talk about uncanny valley. I have, about... oh, I have a whole speech. So... I have a whole speech. You
3: can't, he
0: trademarked it for the,
2: uh, the no, cast. So... No, I just have a whole speech.
3: So, <laughs> the God forbid we is... don't get the speech.
0: Wait, wait, ben, ben goes next anyways. So, I'm just going to say that Tarkin, I like the idea and honestly, knowing the Star Wars universe, you cannot tell the story of the Death Star without Tarkin. You just can't. But they probably could have hidden the fact that he was CGI. a little The voice actor, amazing. Yeah. I yeah. he, it sold me it
3: really he looks I, like Tarkin anyway. There's no point in the in the, in the CGI.
2: <laughs> it just he looks exactly like
3: Tarkin It, it sets a scary precedent what? for me because I, know, I feel like especially, especially
0: no you can't get past the fact that it is CGI. But
4: anyways, no. He's saying they didn't
2: need a CGI. They didn't need to CGI. The the voice they could have done makeup and it would exactly have looked like, like Tarkin boy. Oh, well, yeah, Revenge of the Sith.
0: Looks like
2: L- yeah, that's CGI. Well, no, he, that guy
3: in Revenge of the Sith at the end. That's CGI. I it's know prosthetics. Is it? Yeah. Huh.
0: And they barely showed him, which is nice. But anyway, from
6: far away. Moving on. I was just gonna say that they. I was talking with my brother-in-law about it. Enormous Star Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you don't have brother-in-law.
0: <laughs> I guess my, I guess my Wait, this was a dream is not that canon I had
6: The <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Miller expanded universe non-canon I, I have all the books actually So my expanded universe means <laughs> In this dream where I was talking to my brother-in-law
5: <laughs>
6: In this hypothetical situation where I have a brother-in-law he was saying they could have maybe done it all in reflection off of the ship's window or in like you suggested in shadow but Or hologram So, or, Yeah, or yeah Kept it more clandestine. That would have been it. You said that before, right? Mm-mm. Peter Cushing has been dead since '94. You know, like this is 22 years later. Tarquin's you know. been dead since well, '77. Disney, Disney's
3: powerful. <laughs> so I mean, if Disney sends an if they envoy to Tupac. if they send an envoy to you know the great beyond, whatever that may be, and say, hey, Peter Cushing. Here's you know five million dollars. You that Regie board. We'll we'll back. <laughs> you used to wear on set. You're wearing again. Okay. <laughs> You've been
6: the
4: uh okay. I do. I'm coming, Kathleen. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Uh, again, just, just things that they reinforce with this movie. Um, feelings from the Empire that you so, that you that you didn't that you don't always uh, aren't always right in your face. And the, uh, the constant power struggle within, I mean you saw a bit of that but it, it's always nice to have little uh, reminders like that where he just, he basically just walked in and decided he wanted to be in control of this and just did it. He just Well the Emperor This, is, him in this control, is mine right? now.
2: The Emperor said you're
4: in charge. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought he was just kind of like yeah I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take this project over now. And I mean he, he probably could have.
2: He's, um, he's the Emperor's little... He's actually, the Emperor's second son. He's like Vader's brother. I oh. recommend you guys
0: read the book... Uh, what, what Tarkin. It? No, no, no. Well, read Tarkin for sure. Uh, Lucino wrote Tarkin. He also wrote... What, what is it called? Uh, Cat,
3: Cataclysm? Oh, okay. Catmandu? No.
0: The, the latest Star Wars book that leads up to... Uh, oh. Episode 7? Episode, no. Leads up to episode... Or eight. Rogue One. Oh, really? It's a book... And no, no, the mean, main characters are Galen Orso and, Galen and Orson Krennic, and Tarkin is in it, and it kind of explains the whole, like, rift that is Star Struggle. between Tarkin and uh, Krennick over the Death Star. Like, that movie, Rogue One makes a lot of fucking sense. I'm telling, or that book makes Rogue One make a lot of sense. You should probably read that, and this story will flush out a lot better for you. Hmm. Just saying. Anyways, we'll I, mean, I guess everyone else has given their opinions so far, yeah. <laughs> besides Ben, who wanted to go yeah. first for yeah. holidays for that. So Matt, do you want to
3: go? <laughs> first? Where's the cat? I think get we were just are we
2: just
4: trying to get all that stuff out.
2: I know, you, you,
0: Ben. You're really going to close off this show, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh, I have my airing of grievances. It's fe- we're, we're a little past Festivus, but all right. The internet defines the uncanny valley. I don't know what website they got this from. Just Google it. And <laughs> I'm Used in that. reference to the phenomenon whereby a computer-generated figure or humanoid robot bearing a near-identical resemblance to a human being a human being arouses a sense of unease or revulsion in the person viewing it. See Polar Express, or in this case, Gerald Tarkin. I want Tarkin more than anything. I want more Tarkin. I want everything Tarkin. I want Tarkin to get lightsabers. I want Tarkin to birth Luke Skywalker. I want Tarkin to do everything. Sure. Tarkin oh. cereal. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read the book. <laughs> we got three days. Tarkin but, but the, Tarkin 20, may eat You can't. We can't. <laughs> we can't. It's time to come to terms with this. And, you know, it's it's great. It's like people are like, "Oh, go, I really want Tarkin in this. How do we do it? Oh, wait, it's 2016. We could do whatever the fuck we want. No, you can't. Tarkin looks awful, people. I'm sorry. He looked awful. He was awful. It was the worst part of the movie. The movie was a B-, and I dropped it to a C solely because of Tarkin. It was the worst decision the movie ever made. (laughs) What? I said, that's passing. It's passing. The movie is passing. I, I will never say the movie sucked all right. I hate that people say it's great, but it's passing. The movie's passable. But Tarkin is just so... It wasn't even the eyes that got me... It was actually, believe it or not, from far away. It was the, they. I can't believe they even CGI'd his body. Like it, he looked like a video game character sense because
3: they had that character in costume on set. But <laughs> it, they they went back and they touched everything up. I mean, I'm agreeing with you here. I agree yeah. with you on this one.
2: Like like, and and honestly, it was still at a B minus the first time we saw him. I was like, that's a little weird, but I'll pass it because I let it slide because Tarkin's cool. And that's okay. He, he shows up one moment and then we're done. We're done with Tarkin. Let's go to Krennic, the main bad guy. And then they suddenly turn Tarkin into the main villain out of nowhere. There's like, oh yeah, by the way, this Krennic dude, doesn't matter. Who cares about Krennic? Tarkin. Tarkin's the dude. And then they have the goal to go, this looked great. Because someone at Lucasfilm and Disney past that. They were like, yeah, it looks good, guys. Continue. And went ahead and did it with Carrie Fisher as Leia,
3: and let me tell you,
2: it, it, it looked ten times worse. It yeah, looked it like sloppy. it looked like freaking Episode One CGI. It looked like claymation in the eighties. It was awful. My main <laughs> my main
6: issue with the CGI characters, I thought Tarkin looked decent, you know, passable. Mm-hmm. Well. I thought Carrie Fisher looked way too. You know, I thought CG Leia. sweet. I won't even, I won't even say CG Leia. Or I won't even say Carrie Fisher. Uh, CG Leia looked puffy. Yeah. I thought, I, I I thought, thought a little puffy too. I'm thinking back, like, Tarkin, they both looked puffy. And I think that's as a result of just, you've got a normal, like, you know, let's say you're going to a convention and you see all the cosplay and it's like, oh, look, there's Unit 1 from Evangelion. Oh, that's weird. His head is huge. Because you're trying to put something else's head on another person's head, <laughs> you're trying to CG features onto a person. It just—it's too big. You already yeah. yeah. got an established, for lack of a better term, you already have an established head. You already
5: have a human-sized <laughs> skull you can't, there's nothing you can do to reduce that size. Yes. I,
6: everybody's <laughs> right. been a <laughs> This is biological law. Here is, a, this is a He's got
3: it. It's not going away. <laughs> it's a
6: great
0: hit. Jason, can I just say that you have a very... You path. got an established hit. I've established. been working on it for
3: 25 years. Don't for CG Jason's for lack, of <laughs> for, lack, for lack of a better
2: term. For lack
0: of a better term. And carry it into 2017 if you can. If you I can, agree it, entirely. And in
2: fact, when he was alone, it, when he was alone in the shot, it was like, okay, this is I can buy it if I squint. You can suspend it. But, then, he, but then someone would walk into the shot with him it's and like, you'd oh. be like credit has
6: got a normal size head. Right. Wait, right. he doesn't have a normal size head. What's going on with his well, head? And let's off? be
2: honest, Like Peter Cushing has a weird, weirdly shaped head, but at least it's it's still it's, the size of a head. too
6: big for a Peter Cushing head. No, you're right, you're what
2: right. Peter Cushing's head looks like <laughs> He has he a has he has weirdly he weird shaped head, but it's still the you know, size of a head. Features. What
4: killed what me right. about it is that, at least with the Tarkin stuff, I understand. Even though I think the movie definitely could have used less of him, and you, yeah, you're totally right. It pulled the rug out under who was supposed to be the main villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. It made him so much less powerful and impactful it made him yeah, seem I more desperate than, care, than powerful. Care
2: nothing for Krennic. The but, problem but is Krennic the, but was the, such a
4: good character. Yeah, he might the, have been. But, no, but no, that's, that's the thing like, the there the was absolutely was. no reason for that Leia part to be there. No, They think no. That the guy could have, like, run up and, like, tirely leaned on the doorway and then looked up and saw her and then boom, the end.
6: Like, Leia they yeah, didn't have Leia, Leia was from nothing. Yeah. You knew it was her. Yeah. Right? And you were like, oh, that's cool. It's like, there's Leia. There she is. And then it shows her, like, that is. I was hoping. Yeah that uh, they wouldn't do it. I yeah, spent I was, like 30 I seconds going, don't turn, go to don't turn around, don't turn around, don't turn around. I thought this was <laughs> just going to, movie. Princess but... Organa, here are the plans. And then that's yeah. the end. She doesn't even say they gave us hope. It's just yeah. the end yeah. after they Right,
2: because the we, we,
1: we got that the picture on hope. We got
6: it. We know who Leia is. We've seen her once.
1: I, that was. A, Wonder that how was many a, people yeah. in like giant white cloaks were. On that. How many yeah. with the weird
4: hair? You know, <laughs> Oh, wrong ones? room. I'm sorry. <laughs> i
6: admired by some cinema bugs after this.
4: I do. So I are do. Uh, Admire uh,
6: your listening to this.
4: I liked the uh, the little when they when they ran into her father, and he's and um, Mon Mothma was like.
6: You mean Bail Organa?
4: Yeah, and Mon Mothma was like, no, uh, who who are you gonna send? Uh, you know, Who you call? <laughs> <laughs> he call? said, "Like I'll, I'll send someone." And, and she was like, "Do you trust them?" And then, and then he was like, "I trust her with my life." And he smiled. I was like,
2: "That's this cute." You, That's I
0: cute. help Jimmy in the next one. Yeah. Oh.
2: And she, she really didn't save his life border border at all. Border she border did nothing border border for, for him. She him. She <laughs> him. She killed him. She signed his death warrant. <laughs> he shouldn't have trusted her at all. Yeah.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> yeah all because he,
2: of her nose job.
3: I feel like, so so that, we, we kind of touched on one of the big criticisms of the movie, and, and that's oh. how Force Awakens did a lot of their kind of fan service things, and, and in some ways, it kind of just did a retelling of A New Hope. Sure. It kind of worked. I, I think it worked. It worked. I like that movie. Uh-huh. But you go to, like, Rogue One, and they threw in all of this kind of, like, stuff that connects, and it does tie up a lot of things, you know, very neatly, but some of it was successful or a lot of it was more successful than other parts of it were the the Leia thing that was bad fan service but like yeah. the Vader stuff I thought it was good fan service mm-hmm. and the returning characters you know the returning rebels and Mon Mothma and all those are like that's good fan service That that's cool okay yeah. this makes sense now we're expanding this thing that we all love and we only really saw a little bit of in the previous movie so I appreciated that but other stuff you know yeah the, the way they handled Tarkin um the fact that Leia was in it at all and the way that they went about doing it that that kind of just left me like I ah, think it would have been a stronger movie had they not done that mm-hmm. you know, had they just yes. cut it you know mm-hmm. or cut it at you know see the 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 back of leia and that's it go to credits that would have been
2: amazing i would why, why don't we cut when Darth vader sees the ship get away watching him get the sh- he watches as the ship flies away and that's it we don't need to see Leia say it's they it was, gave us hope. We, we know what they gave you—the was was, that's Star plan. It was so assuming. New it world. was assuming the audiences were dumb in the worst way. And I, I wonder how much of that was reshoots. That's that's what how we, have we have. We'll never see a
6: non-reshot Rogue One because I've gone back and watched the Rogue One trailers.
2: Jin Urso confronts
6: a, tar- a Tie Fighter
2: on mm-hmm. the platform. It, you know, I think that's when she was supposed to die. That's. I mean. That's. I mean. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're we're given very yeah. instead, so she to, that that sh- instead she had to instead she had to die on the beach with cast skin. Her her I Mary Sue,
6: fucking you yeah. know, romance that yep. never even
2: absolutely. Had. I I get furious when people call Ray a Mary Sue, but I'm going to do it right here. Jin Erso is 100 percent Mary Sue. It's 100. The problem with it is mm. I'm saying it.
0: Actually, <laughs> Jin Erso is a little bit more uh, explainable
2: than Rey. Not at all.
0: We have, no, they literally explain like she grew up being taught how to be a fighter.
2: No, I don't care about her fighter. I care about her acceptance of the rebellion. She should be the biggest enemy of the rebellion there is. This will go on. We'll get to my airing of grievances. I don't want to. I, I, you, unless you want to do it now. You want me to do it now? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Do it now, man. Jin
2: Erso.
6: I think
2: for Jason. Jin Erso. Feminist propaganda. Fucking. Jin Erso. Who is she? We don't know. We don't know who Jin Erso is because we meet her when she's in prison. Why do you start a character in prison in Elder Scrolls? Well, we meet her when she is in. Nope. Little Girl. Nope. We met little girl Jin Erso. Are you the same person you were when you were a little girl, Miller? Uh, yes. Except he's he's gotten cuter. No one, none of us are the same we were. None of us are the same as we were when we were little girls. So we don't really understand who Jinora has become. We begin with the real Jinora in a prison. In Elder Scrolls, you begin in a prison because it's a blank slate. You get out of prison, you are now a blank slate. It's time to restart your journey. So we don't know anything about Jin. All we know is she's in prison and now she's out. And this is who she is. We understand that she has been raised by Saw Gerrera, that dude that saved her when she was a little girl. Okay, fine, fair enough. We understand that she's some kind of crazy rogue that hates the rebellion. Great, cool, like where this is going. It's going to be very hard to convince her to work for the rebellion. Okay, now we move on. She sees a message from her dad. She's like, okay, wow, this is really powerful. I should. Maybe I maybe I should help. I got to go find him. I got to go go talk to him. I got to figure out what's going on. And I got to understand if I'm on the right path or not. Maybe I'm on the wrong path. I get it. That's good. And then her father's killed by rebellion bombs right there. Ask I don't know if I should go to this territory, but I'm going to do it. Ask any citizen of Aleppo if they love the, Syria, the Syrian government after bombing their family. They don't. And I guarantee you a real person, Jin Urso, if she was real, would have hated the rebellion. No matter how much of a mixed, mixed message it was, no matter how much like, oh, communications were jammed. Those bombs, the bombs of the people who who you claim to want to help the people, just killed her father. And all of a sudden, she gets on the ship, she gets to the rebellion base, and now she's spouting hope. Hope this, hope that, hope whatever, hope, 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 hope came out of nowhere it made no sense who is this character now we've understood that she's a rogue that she hates the rebellion she's grown up under saw guerrera's mentality she's she's been raised by this extremist that hates the rebellion and hates the empire she should hate both of them but she doesn't all of a sudden and she should hate them even more because they killed her father and she doesn't all of a sudden she's spouting off hope and being like we need to save the day why does she say that because she fell in love with this bullshit Cassian, who honestly only has the has the most motivation in the entire movie of anyone. He's the only character that has any sort of dimensions, but i still say he's two-dimensional. And she all of a sudden looks into his eyes because he said something about hope, and he infected her with this hope disease going around the whole freaking movie. And she's like, we need to believe in hope. And he's like, wow, you listened to me. Now I love you. So let's go save the day! And then they go save the day with all these characters that don't matter. That one guy who's with the Force and the Force is with him, and that's literally the only character trait we know about him. The other dude who's his defender, the only character trait we know about him. Token witty droid, who has now become the new token black guy. Don't know anything about him except he's token witty droid. And uh, was there anyone else? Oh, of course. Imperial pilot, guy who left the Empire because they're bad. None of it made sense. It was just one long. The only thing that saved the movie was it was fun to watch the explosions, and it was even more fun to watch all of these pitiful, awfully written characters die in a fiery explosion. If any of them survived, this movie would have gotten a big fat F.
6: <laughs>
3: so. He threw his notepad. So.
2: Um... It's not even his notepad. It's my no-pen. Oh, it is your yeah. pen. It's not his pen. It's not my pen, I'm sorry. <laughs> you pick up the pen! I'm picking it up! Pick up the pen!
1: It's <laughs> a <The> Pilot G2! <laughs> 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 it's a very nice <laughs> pen. Expensive. It's a very it's a nice, nice Pilot pen. G2. <laughs> Those
5: are
2: $2.93 at Meyer. <laughs> Why do you know all the prices at Meyer? I'm not the man of pens! <laughs> Yeah, everyone's tempers it. like I I <laughs> Does anybody so, know <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that's called <laughs> that. That's the cold
1: <laughs> So Oh I'm I hope they got No, oh, I'm out. sorry I got heated there. It's just no, this okay. is no,
2: no. I've been holding this in since I saw it that's, for the podcast. That's why, so. I, that's why I wanted everyone
0: to go before you. Know? <laughs> like, so, no, go on
3: right <laughs> so in terms of characters it's interesting, a lot of the points you made regarding the main cast, because that was one of the criticisms that I saw and tend to agree with, and also how I felt during my viewing of the movie. If you compare like Force Awakens to Rogue One, Force Awakens, even though a lot of that stuff was kind of like shoehorned just for the, the legacy factor, and you got your Han Solos, and you got your you know print, mm-hmm. or General Leos, and you've got you know um, these characters that are kind of archetypes, the cast was so fun. And they were so yeah. good. This cast wasn't really. <laughs> no. And there were characters that I enjoyed, but they were very underutilized. I enjoyed. The droid, which I forget it was C... Token... Wait, K- droid. K- 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 2. Had- okay, okay. K2. I enjoyed his... What is K2? K- S- right, no. I said 5 C3 QP? Yeah. I enjoyed the droid. HK-47. Our- and I... Yeah, oh, I wish. And- <laughs> he was, though. He was hk H- Yeah, you, you kind of got that vibe, which was cool. Um- Ooh, I need to stand. The character that in the movie that I really dug, and I thought it was cool, and it was a total new direction, and I also think that it was a hint of things that could have been but that were not to be was Saw yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Saw Guerrero. He's going to be a When They
2: killed him. I literally did this. I'm hitting my knee right now. Well, you and do know Why would you, you kill yeah, him? You do know he's that. in Clone Wars, right? Yes. And he's it's very sad to see how like how the character has fallen now at this point. I was more attached to Saw Gerrera than anyone in the entire but, movie.
3: And that just Force Whitaker was so good at mm-hmm. that like you know really like paranoid militant type of you know rebel that we haven't seen up until this point he's the you know yeah. guerrilla warfare guy who's you know b- basically doing these you know hit and run attacks yeah on the empire when they can and they're kind of a you know a, kind of morally questionable but but that's cool to see that yeah. side of it he's- and that was a character that i was really into but for me the main cast especially like jen urso she never did it for me no um i thought that first scene the, the first 10 minutes or so um just was beautiful in every way shape and form i thought the yeah. way it was shot was beautiful the cinematography was great i loved the storytelling i it's loved kind of the way they set it up um i loved you know uh, uh forrest whitaker opening up the hatch and saying come here child you know all that like mm-hmm. okay you got me let's let's see where this is going mm-hmm. but then that Like second and third act of the movie was just really flat for me. Like it just didn't I I didn't really enjoy the first half of the movie. And that second half where it kind of starts picking up and there's action and there's things going on and it's the battle. That was really cool. I enjoyed that. But that first half it was just so like cinematically dark. Not necessarily dark in terms of story, but it just wasn't very visually interesting. It was kind of muddled. They go to a lot of different planets in, in a very short span. And you just never really... The characters, that the main characters, uh, Diego Luna's character um, and uh, Jin Urso never did it for me. They never really grabbed me at all. And I think, to, to your point about, you know, oh, well, they just... The Rebels' bombs just killed her father. She would hate them, totally. There's a lot of stuff, I think, that could have been in this movie that ultimately got changed by the reshoots yeah. or by, you know, maybe the original draft being kind of scene is a little too dark or, you know, they took these characters in a direction that wasn't quite as family friendly as ultimately maybe they wanted it to be. I thought, I, I'm glad they stuck with their convictions in the end and they killed them all instead of having yeah. to survive somehow miraculously. I thought that was kind of a, a redeeming factor, but I don't know. I just, I feel like, yeah, it's kind of hard to buy that now she's the this flag waving rebel. Um, whereas, you know, it, didn't really set her character
2: up like that, you know. I expected to fight with you today. That's
4: that's not what I yeah. took away from it for her character. Well, you were wrong. So. Like, I'm sorry. She, what I saw in her <clears throat> was that all she wanted to do was carry on her father's legacy, and made sure that the thing that he devoted his whole, you know, the the whole rest of his life to, the whole part of his life that he couldn't be with her all that time that she you know was pining after a better life with her family he was he was working on leaving this vulnerability and she wanted it to be used like that was what i saw that's fine she was basically the whole that was how the fet the speech felt to me all the hope stuff she was basically just regurgitating exactly what
2: but she's what? speaking to the Rebellion, and yeah. that's the problem. She no, shouldn't no, be no. speaking to them. I just, if, you, if they, if she would have bypassed the Rebellion, Cassian would have been like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to get the plans. Fuck you guys. And Cassian was like, she, no way I go with she's you. She's not stupid.
4: She, like, so it would have like been better. She have done it on her own. She could have easily done it. There's an end to the meeting. She did it on her own. Ba- <laughs> like Basically, everything that she said to them was just regurgitating
2: what was said on the ship by... Uh, Cassian. Cassian. Right. Cassian like, looked into her eyes and gave her love, and then she wanted to. <laughs> get some or she, it or
1: she, she stealing his words
4: to further her?
1: Exactly. Her plan. She, what she it,
4: wants. She got what she wanted. She like everything that her father spent years setting up. Like she basically, and it, it, it's not like she's any lover of the Empire. Well, I mean that that was also a motivation for her. She didn't want the Death Star there just because she had to work with the Rebellion to get things done. It's not like she had anywhere else to turn. You know? She also, I would have saw... sided with the
2: empire if I was her. If I was a real character,
1: but she also saw the other side. She saw Saul. She saw like the the complete inverse of what happens when you go down that rabbit hole and you don't work with others. And you, yeah, that's a good point.
2: True, she but that it. wasn't portrayed. Where was that? Felicity Jones brought zero acting prowess to this role. Where did you see that? I don't understand. I think what you see is filling in the blanks of a movie you want to like, which is what a lot of Star Wars fans do with Star Wars properties, is they'll fill in blanks. I mean episode one was a huge hit when it first came out, and then wait 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 a few weeks later and everyone said, wait a second I think that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like I think I, I, I don't mean to like insult you and be like you're stupid. This is what you're doing. But I think that's but that's insane. Exactly <laughs> right. But you are, are, if you, if you, know you are, but you are stupid, and that's what you're doing. No, yeah, if you have to say I'm, I'm not racist, racist,
0: and then you say something racist, you're probably a racist.
2: I'm not saying anything racist. So, I want that to be. Quite I hate on a podcast. Whitaker.
6: No, I, I love Force Vader. dumb looking. No, Star Wars
2: was one of my new favorite characters. Just now while I was talking, <laughs> I did not. Uh, uh, I,
4: I think his eye gives him. Don't cut it out. It. I love Force Vader. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. okay. I, I would agree with you. You would. That were. that I have. That is a tendency of people who are like, I love Star Wars. I'm gonna figure out how to make this all work in into you or justify or actions like. in your head, but honestly those were the things that i was thinking while i was watching it like wow that's what she's saying to all of them right now and her this this hokey hopeful speech sounds really out of place and it sounds awkwardly exactly like what uh cassian said to her Mm -hmm. i in the moment i was like it sounds like she's just regurgitating all that to get them to go with her not because she wants yeah like not because she wants to all of
2: a sudden be a part of the rebellion. She just wants them to do what she wants. All right. And no. subjectively, that's called fan syndrome. And what fan syndrome does... <laughs> no, that's a real thing. Fan syndrome is a thing. You don't look at it unbiased and objectively. And you look at it immediately. You will justify those things in your head. You'll justify bad writing immediately. Whereas, <laughs> objectively, that's bad writing. It's just bad. That was a bad scene. The fact that she didn't hate the rebellion is objectively awful character development. One thing... Or, go ahead, well, who would you hate more? Yes,
6: the people who accidentally killed your father, or the people who separated him forcibly from you as a child for the formative years in your life.
2: I'm. Not, I'm I was joking. About, also, killing your mother. I was joking about siding with the, I I been, with the <laughs> empire. I wouldn't side with the empire, but I wouldn't go with the rebellion. I, well,
6: I would. I don't know. I mean, the rebellion was the only people. In Jerso's corner,
2: remotely. I mean, I know Mothman. Mothman gave out. I they know weren't. They out. weren't in her quarter. E- corner, even if Ma, anything, Ma, Ma. they would. They would have used her. But, but the rebellion's evil, guys. I do want to throw that out. The rebellion is just as bad as the empire. But continue. I'm sorry. It's made up of the Senate, the people. <laughs> right. Democracy. I don't know the, the very the very democ- democracy we currently suffer in. Uh, you suffer I'm doing okay. We need a socialist Senate. Continue.
6: We're not gonna get into this. <laughs> We're take this propaganda. We've already enough feminist propaganda with this movie alone.
3: Well, <laughs> what? We go. Well, anyway. In We're case, in case
2: those now. of you at home listening don't understand, Miller, he currently has his head shaved like a white
5: supremacist. <laughs> oh, no. I did
6: do it. <laughs>
3: In accordance with prophecy. <laughs> so, one, thing, one thing we haven't touched on, though, and I, I have to throw out because I, I just want to see if this was only me or if anyone else got this vibe as well. So you made the comment, Ben, that you felt like Cassian. You felt like Cassian. Dave, um, <clears throat> as you said, Jin or so love, mm-hmm. and that that is kind of what motivated. Ginner, so to you know, finally say, Oh, hope, 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 rebel, yes. we're gonna do all this. I didn't sense like any sort of romance until the whole end, you know, beach thing. It, it that, if they were going for that angle, I felt like that felt totally flat for me. I don't know if that was just a lack of chemistry between. Diego Luna and was Felicity Jones. Mm-hmm. Sure, if that was a lack of chemistry there, or if that was just not necessarily an angle that they were committed to showing, because I didn't feel I felt like at the end when they are hugging, it was less a romantic "I love you, we're gonna die in each yeah. other's arms" and more like "Holy shit, yeah. we just did it! The nuke is going oh, off. Oh god, we're, um, dead. Even, we're dead." Even I mean, still, kind of more of it's, it's even was, still, I was, I
2: was it's even still it's no so, it's no shock here. When Jin Erso, a character that has no actual self, no interesting interesting past about and not she has an interesting past, but no interesting like character traits on her own, uh, echoes the words of the patriarchal figure that is currently holding her hostage throughout the galaxy. It's it's just that's the way I saw it. And it doesn't need to be actual romantic subplot like it was like I say it was. It could just be the fact that it was like, oh, she couldn't do it without this patriarchal figure, and yeah, I know no, I sound no, like—I
6: guess—but like, you're implying <laughs> that she could do it because she's a feminist figure.
2: No, I'm saying she couldn't have done one it. One-dimensional
6: character that we're supposed to like solely on the fact that she's
2: a woman. No, you shouldn't like Felicity Jones as Jin Urso at all. It's an awful character. Should burn it. I, I, I just felt, without going there, I just felt that,
3: um, I, I don't know, I didn't like her character, but I didn't. Feel like her motivations were solely because of what Cassian did or didn't say. I thought he just kind of he he was there, but I didn't feel like that was what solely inspired her to go and and do it. Or like, turned, the, it's the only it way I could corner. explain
2: it when you have when you when she goes to the very people that just murdered her father. There it makes no sense. She's
6: trying to honor her dead father's memory. How far would you go to honor your dead father's memory?
2: I would go pretty far. You say I'm going. I'm gonna go find people, I'm gonna go hire mercenaries, and we're gonna go do she this. She found the people that were already there. Yeah. She if she hadn't given that speech, half of those guys but probably wouldn't have the jumped. Issue on the issue was ship. she she gave the speech, Rebellion Senate said no. She was like, Alright, so bye she took the was guys. leaving herself and saying, I'll go do this myself. When Cassian and showed up on his white steed and said, Oh, we'll help you. So, why couldn't we have just skipped the Rebellion Senate part? Me and like two dozen other regular guys. Right, so why couldn't we have just skipped the Rebellion part? It made no sense for her to go to them. She was, her mission was to go to them in the first place. Your father was killed by Rebellion extremists in their fiery bombs of capitalism. Why would she go? You're not explaining me.
6: This, American, is, this is derailing
4: very fast. Political <laughs>
6: opinions aside, I would be more upset at the people that took my father away for the formative years of my life than I would be the people, the only people who were even willing to remotely try to help as ill fated as that was.
2: That's fine, but we didn't see that struggle with. We her. didn't because we didn't get that kind of character growth. What we you're saying is they hours. should have made this
4: into three movies. No, I'm, had saying time to should've... no I'm saying they should have
2: every single. No, I'm saying they should have to a full. Extent. Why... Okay, so World you're saying that you're saying that in all <laughs> other movies that aren't trilogies, characters aren't fully developed. No, but they had so much shit to do. Then get rid of it. You're giving excuses for a bad movie, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of uh... Star Wars fans, man. Like honestly, though, like it's a passable movie. Man, it 2016's was. 2016
0: been rough on you, Ben.
2: It it has. You hate Star Wars fans, you hate liberals. So but no. besides <laughs> the point, you're justifying the fact that they had so much going on. Why is that an excuse? Like, honestly, tell me because it shouldn't be. It should be. Wow, we are underdeveloping Jener. So I'm let's not... rewrite this script so that we can do a better job. I'm,
4: I'm not saying sure su- it's an excuse.
2: Happy I'm happy. I, I love mean, it. To be. It's
4: I'm not good. an excuse. I'm. I'm just stating <laughs> that they they went they focused on all the other stuff, so they didn't have time to develop the characters properly. Like, so that's I'm bad. I'm not saying that's okay. I'm just like, I don't know. That, I'm happy that I got all my space battles and my Vader slashing. The, well, Thank okay. you. <laughs>
2: that's but that's me. not what <laughs> <you> should <laughs> <get> it should be about. movies. Star Wars, was, Star Wars had good character development. This did not. Force Awakens, I mean, had good character development. were trilogies. Development. Well, what, what did no, it? Force Awakens, one movie with... Three new characters. characters. Force Awakens it's did setting not up have Better standard. character development than this, though.
6: That's because they have three movies to do it. They, had, they knew they only had one movie to
2: develop any of these characters, and then they all died. But I'm telling you, in Force Awakens, Ray, Finn, and Poe were better developed than Jin Erso alone. Sure, because they were
6: expendable. Because Jin Erso is expendable.
2: But I should feel something for when she's blown up on a planet. That's why it's a Star Wars story and not Star Wars.
6: That's, that's why we don't have Dash Rendar anymore.
1: No.
2: So Okay, no, they just need to reboot that. I want that as a side movie. I want, we, we, I want we, the Dash Rendar. The I, 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 I don't obviously. think we're ever gonna agree. I've only hit two of my six points on here. <laughs> Here's so, my thought. Here's my thought. The first
3: th- that's what all this boils down to, because that's what we're we're talking about. This film began and ended very strong. Yeah, I agree with that. Except Leia. Except Leia. If they would have cut that, it would have been a great ending. But it began really strong. It ended strong. That whole last, you know, half hour, 45 minutes of the movie was really good. It was good Star Wars. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Everything with around Scarif. Awesome. Yeah. Great. great. Pitch perfect. Loved it. Loved the way it was handled. I loved the, you know... Um, the, the set design and the cinematography and the battles were just phenomenal and it was it was awesome. I mean, the hammerheads running into the Imperial wow. destroyers then, you know, crashing into each other and then crashing into that gate and like, it was just really inventive the way they did everything and it was it was awesome. But I feel like that's kind of the issue that I think like Ben is drawn from it and some of the issues that I had with it not to the same extent, but it's the exposition of the movie, the, the way they set it up they could have done it differently, and they could have done it better, and they could have developed those characters a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I still got it in the end. I got what they were trying to go right. for. So I don't I, like harbor that hatred necessarily for the movie. I don't.
2: I don't hate the movie. I don't hate I, it. I get your points though. I <laughs> but get. But the thing I that do. the thing that's supposed to make me care about the fact that they die all died on a planet didn't work. I didn't care that they all died on the planet at the end of it. But It was but just then, like, oh, but, those, but those play, nameless X-Wing fighters died. Let
3: me play Devil's Advocate then. What would, what would you say would have improved that in terms of the movie that we, we got without doing a complete rewrite of the script? How could they have brought those characters
2: in the same context, telling the same story? You would need to add on 20 minutes of the movie before Jen Erso is in jail to establish who she is as an adult.
6: I do agree with that. I would have liked to have seen more younger Jin or so. I would have liked to have seen more Saul.
2: And I that's, did not
6: care about Saw when he showed I, I mean, like, Oh yeah, Forrest Whitaker. I just saw him when he was younger. He didn't. He wasn't. Well, paranoid. that's the biggest crime in the movie to me. Yeah, yeah. and and, and in those twenty
0: minutes, Now he's on oxygen? I
6: don't know what's I don't know paint. why he's on oxygen. I don't know why his half his limbs are. Looks well, right like canceled. he's he's torturing this guy,
3: and he's living in yeah. a cave. And, and in those twenty minutes, movie, if you could they explain totally to me, have flesh and I think that's what they were going to.
0: I figured it out. George Lucas always relied on that fucking text scroll to get all the exposition out of the fucking way, so you can no, tell no, a goddamn story. It, no. And in Rogue One, they didn't have it, so they had to come up with all this stupid exposition. Like this, this is why this happened. Colin so figured it, it, it out. No, but
3: that
2: right wasn't there. it, though, because right, like yeah, I right, said, dinner. So it's a blank slate. So. George
0: yeah. Lucas doesn't do fucking flashbacks unless he's gonna do a whole fucking movie that's a flashback.
2: <laughs> and well, we saw how those flashbacks worked out, didn't we, Colin?
4: It's me. Rolling <laughs>
2: <laughs> <like a> <laughs> minutes, girl girl in those 20 minutes if you in those 20 minutes if you would have told me why seeing her father murdered at the hands of rebels would make her go to the rebels if they could have told me that in 20 minutes in those early 20 minutes to establish who she is as a person the movie would have got probably been a beat but, but we don't know who she is so I can't say whether she would actually go there or not well, it kind of, I mean, it disappointed
3: me the way that uh, Galen Urso was characterized because for as great of an actor as Mads Mikkelsen is, my sister and I both kind of had the same opinion. We talked about this because she's a huge Mads Mikkelsen fan Yeah, for Hannibal and everything else. He's great. I mean, I've seen him in a ton of yeah, movies. and he's, uh, he's an amazing actor. Yeah. The, he kind of felt phoned in on this one. So oh, I absolutely. don't know if it was yeah. his performance yeah. or if it was just the way they, they wrote him, but I felt like this is a really interesting character and I love that first scene with him. But then he just really just he like said Stardust a bunch of times and then he was dead and it was like.
5: Now, you know <laughs> a movie. Movie.
3: Read the book. I, I, read the book. It takes place. Right, World but, World but yeah, that, that doesn't, doesn't help the, so the so movie. That doesn't help the movie that a Ben would make. No, is know. you shouldn't have but to you read know, the even, book. Even to... if you
0: this one in ten out of
6: ten,
2: would, would Mads Mickelson again? I would. Mads Mickelson is an incredible actor. I would have just come on to direct instead of Gareth Edwards so that we would have gotten more out of out of Mads Mickelson Yeah, that's all.
6: Well, 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 they're gonna give you episode see ten Ben's show
2: notes. You know, they're gonna, 10, they're gonna give the Ben episode ten. No, I'm I'm going to be the directing the Dark Phoenix. They're gonna call it. Right they're notes. gonna call it the Ben Ten right
5: there.
3: <laughs> I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm, all right, I gotta write episode He's ten now. You transform into a
6: furry orange animal, and you're not gonna know what happened.
3: <laughs> 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 What a great zombie story. Han Solo returns from the dead.
6: <laughs> Leia, it's me, Han. <laughs> I've got this accent. But you're gonna do all your
0: dialogue is gonna be like Chuck Wendig just wrote it, and instead of like coming up with a like clever name for something. You'd be like, it's a fucking space dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
2: space whale. It's gonna be it's gonna be Chuck Wendig where it meets Quentin Tarantino in a very bloody Star Wars, and it's gonna be revolutionary, people. I promise. <laughs> the
0: space dolphin fought the space whale. It was blood. It had a freaking
6: space laser attached to its head.
3: So, b- before I get to my postscript here, I'm trying to think if there's anything else regarding oh. the movie. I've got plenty. By all means, hammer him out and we'll, we'll, we'll see what we got.
2: Token witty droid. I touched upon him frequently, but Star Wars, it's time to fucking stop it. Droids can be more than just quippy, alright? They can be characters with detailed pasts. Read Darth Vader to meet five droids, all of them. Read Darth Vader to meet Triple Zero and BT. While yes they are Quippy, they are also really well developed characters. So K2 is stupid. Oh, you're Um, talking about the evil R2D2. Yeah, it's really fucking cool, man. I love that shit. Alright, uh Matt, where do we learn anything about we could run over that? Gratuitous fan service! Force Awakens gets away with it because, because we are returning to the universe. We are saying, all right, here's Force Awakens. Is it, is it a parallel of New Hope? Yeah, you can make that argument. They get away with it because we've been gone for a while. This is my stance. This is me putting my foot down and saying, stop it.
6: He put the foot down.
2: And this is it. Bail Organa had already left the planet and then suddenly C-3PO and R2-D2 are in the hangar making funny quips? Why is everyone walking out of this room while I'm ranting? (laughs) (laughs) C-3PO and R2-D2 are suddenly in the hangar after Bail Organa has left. So how do they get on Leia's ship?
1: They don't say that the ship has left. They say he's already on his ship.
2: Or they don't give a shit because they just wanted to find a way to shoehorn him in so fans would cheer on midnight opening.
4: I was kind of upset that they were in it. So much cheering did get to me.
2: I oh god Vader. I, I love Vader, but you either have him in all the way or you have, or you leave him out just enough. So we needed to cut one of those scenes. Either cut the part where he kills the rebels for a minute and 30 seconds. Don't run away from me, Jason. I'm not running. <laughs> either he cut the part where he killed the rebels for a minute and 30 seconds, or we cut the part where Krennic choked on his ambition. Because it's too much, damn it. And Krennic got swallowed up in the Darth Vader Tarkin hole that was... Overstay or oh god, I'm that's the nickname of by the way. That was upstaging <laughs> the, the dark and yeah. lines from other movies. Does K2 really have to say, I have a bad feeling about this, and Jinner so cut him off halfway through? No, she do- No, he doesn't, and we're sick of it, people. We like the old movies just as much as the next person, and we get it. You don't need to pander to us like we're a bunch of idiots.
6: That's point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> point four. Four. That was all Bullet one point three yes. One. More it's CGI like than the entire prequel trilogy combined. Whatever That's happened to it. practical That's effects. Not, what the fuck are you talking about? Charles in half the, movie, the of this. movie. I compare Tark I take Tark- Tarkin and I do a times four on him because okay. it pissed me off that much. No, but seriously though, it was all CGI. There were very few practical effects. There were
0: two rants in one podcast, man.
2: There were there this is one
3: whole rant.
4: There was a lot in in the in the city. In Jeddah, mm-hmm. and that's in, that was a big issue. Oh, I, I thought there was a lot of practical effects. In no, so- it was all CGI.
2: In, uh, and in and in uh looks CGI to me. Base. Well,
3: if so- practical her- effects
2: are now at that level where they look like CGI to me, yeah. then so fucking be it. But I happen to know that that's Garrett Edwards her- loves so- CGI, I, so I wouldn't put it past but, him. I don't think so C-
3: C- I don't think CGI yeah. is necessarily I meant the
2: problem. If CGI
3: is done. Tastefully or tastefully enough to where it, it can pass as real. But as we have
2: spoken, it was not tastefully.
3: It's I don't know. I, I thought that, that would that would be one thing I guess I would disagree with you. I thought that the the vast majority of CGI, they either like tried to faithfully make it look like it was practical, like on like the uh, um like the Star Destroyers and stuff like that, like that looked, you know, like it was the model from 1977. Like they nailed that. They nailed the lighting, you know. I thought that looked really good. Um I, again I've only seen it one time so you know like the stuff in Jeddah City to me that looked pretty impressive I mean it didn't look impressive on the level that like Force Awakens was but at the same time you know I
2: maybe I don't know the big the big death star wave on Jetta was stupid I thought I thought that was too much See, I thought the death star I don't know when cool. we've ever established yeah, yeah. the death star has the just has the Singapore. power to blow up one city is A that A in the frequency... Year? Yeah, and, and not to mention that it just fired the same exact lasers that it would fire to destroy a planet, so shouldn't you, like, at least you, like, half well, they the system said them or something? Did. they only did.
3: They only powered up one. It like, said
2: single core... Uh, Maybe I'm being picky there. I, I'll admit that. Single I, I would have preferred... I single ben, you've
3: never Jetta. been picky. Give yourself more credit. I
6: would have that. rather have seen them explode Jetta so we had, like, a magnitude of the force felt when they blew up uh, Coruscant. Aldera. <laughs> cut out where I said Coruscant. Dantooine. Dan- where they cut... <laughs> you can't cut out the part where they just destroyed Tatooine before Luke left.
3: <laughs> well, I thought that effect was cool because the effect, especially like Jedha City, that was... Like, horrifying. That was really cool. That was it like was, some. It was
2: fine. Well, they was... didn't
3: blow the moon up, but like, they fucked it up. Like, it, it was fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's be honest. Just the way that, like, it had that, like, shockwave ripple effect. Like, right, yeah. When they just destroyed the city before I, I, you know, knew what they were going for there with the whole, like, we gotta evacuate the cave and, you know, saw is gonna die, blah, blah, blah. I, I saw that explosion. I was just like, holy shit, this is like a total space oh, nuke.
4: Fuck. Yeah, it was cool. I was enough. just gonna say. That actually that scene gave me that same that same feeling can Love it. Saga
6: Rare was in it. tops two minutes of the movie. I... I wanted to like him, but they gave me nothing to like
2: about it. Uh, if love... you do like Saga Rare, he will be in Rebels. So I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Watch uh, Star Wars Rebels. I this love... is sponsored by Star Wars. Yeah, you can, get, you can get you one more Saw on Rebels, though. Colin, you're gonna and he's voiced by Force Whitaker. He's voiced and by Force Whitaker. He's voiced by Force Whitaker. He's to do. It's
0: panic In Rebels, but not
4: in. The way that they. He's young. They were testing it. They didn't even know. No, he's very extended. How Wait, Mark's talking true. about movies. Sorry. I I, I love the way that, that whole the whole Jetta scene played out where they were testing the Death Star for the first time. Because they didn't even know to the extent of what it would do. It did feel exactly like you said. It felt like it like when they dropped the first first atomic bomb. They was just they were all just standing there watching and this this it, the beam just fired down. And just evaporated everything and it's it's just this room full of guys who are just like blown away by the sheer power of this of the death star and they all just are i guess we just start shaking hands now good good job we just wow well the fact okay. too that
3: i mean that the bigger implication is they just eradicated the history of that place like there were you know the jedi temple there there was all this you know and just great it's gone it's gone you know, but but I thought that was really cool. So yeah. I, so I dug that. I actually liked it. And yeah. Like funny. I said, I, I thought the effects were, were were pretty well done. I was kind of afraid that you know it was going to go into that crazy CGI territory. And there very well may be you know tons upon tons of CGI shots and not a lot of practical. But if that's the case, then I thought he did it a lot better than Lucas did. Well, there training. there is
2: tons of CGI effects. It's Tarkin.
3: I mean. Oh no! I mean, yeah, but, but yeah, saying, no, like, I I get it. Even if there's stuff that maybe to like Mark and I like looked like it was practical, but it was CGI. I thought whoever handled that did a good job of mm-hmm. making it look
2: Fair practical. I, I'll, I'll rescind that criticism. and Still, see. Oh, point five
3: even- is gone.
2: Oh. Uh, and finally, we you talked didn't... about it earlier, but the end felt shoehorned. But I really wanted to point this out. Like, it was really shoehorned, people. Like, even, like, as cool as Darth Vader killing people was, it was really shoehorned. It was really like, oh, we've got to get all this stuff in just to make sure it gets up to the very, very last second before New Hope. we got to make sure it gets there. They do, like you said, they should have cut it way earlier than that. To ensure that we didn't have that feeling of a rushed ending that never felt like it actually ended.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, I think that the as a film, if they wanted to make Rogue One really stand on its own and not necessarily be, um, you know, aspiring to the weight of its legacy, they should have just cut it at the beach. It should have been them mm-hmm. dying, cut to credits, and yeah. that was it. You because tried. you know what happens. But the Vader scene that was amazing so I will forgive the Vader scene I won't forgive the Leia scene mm-hmm. and I agree they, they tried to kind of you know neatly package it to where it was like okay now you know take your Blu-ray out and put in a new hope
2: <laughs> right. and pick right up for <laughs> you minutes later. later
3: but <laughs> not
2: even not even
3: yeah I mean I, I get it I, I think there were some things they could have done better and they they could have <laughs> they could have um, they, they didn't necessarily need to make it as neat nice and neat as it was yeah, you know they didn't have to, but they did, and I mean that's that's what it is now.
2: Well, everyone, that was my airing of grievances. Right. Happy airing Festivus grievances for the rest of us. Over. So, you know, and quite honestly, a lot of what you're saying,
1: I totally agree with. I think it just, it's on slightly different degrees of it, like. I think it irritated you more. At the
2: end of the day, <laughs> the movie passed for me. It was yeah. a C, but I'm just, I'm mad it. when people give it more credit oh, yeah. than it deserves. I mean, I probably wouldn't give it like a C in my mind. Worst. Like I really enjoyed watching it. I'd I'd watch it again anytime. I, I well, definitely watch it again. It was fun enough. So as a postscript,
3: but first, I think we should do good sci-fi band oh, yeah. sci-fi, and then oh, I want to wow. do a postscript. So well, let's I do that first episode. before I get to my. Postscript that I'm very proud of. Um, Good sci fi, bad sci fi, and good Star Wars, bad Star Wars. Oh, good. That's an important distinction.
0: Throwing that in there. Okay, Ben, go ahead and start it up. (laughs)
5: <laughs> 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 he literally
6: of of shit. Oh, cause, because Asla. <laughs> Asla, you, 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 you did that
4: thing when the fly lands on that <laughs> guy like like in Westworld. And a Westworld with the arrow.
2: shit out of that. His face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it you know, was. I'm going to throw <laughs> it a third. It was a passable movie, decent Star Wars, good sci fi. I'll say good sci-fi
6: okay i like it uh matt going counterclockwise on american i see
1: <laughs> i would say good sci-fi and good star wars and i like i'll just leave it at that good good sci-fi good star wars i'm not gonna <laughs> throw more such
4: a fun movie to watch um I think it was good Star Wars. I think it was good sci-fi. Could have used some some writing touch-ups for sure. Yeah. Characters were a little under de- moderately to severely underdeveloped. But <laughs> to uh, You know, I still had a lot of fun watching it. I'd watch it. I will watch it many times by probably several editions. <laughs> Special edition. Special and altered edition,
6: which is not real. <laughs>
2: Special double altered edition where everything is CG. Speaking of watching it many times, we should actually just line. cut here and start talking about La La Land, which was incredible. No, let's just let's is. talk about La La Land forever We're for the rest Decent of Decent. our lives. Jason.
3: Sorry, Jason. Um, so I would say good sci-fi, good Star Wars. I wouldn't give it any better than that, but I wouldn't give it any worse than that either. I feel like with our concerns after watching like the, the first trailers and everything that was coming out and then... Learning about the the recuts and everything else. If you listen to the other episodes of the podcast, we kind of address that as it came up. You know, in the earlier in like the spring, and the summer, and you know, as we learn more about the movie, I feel like what we got was ultimately a lot better than I think a lot of people expected, or yeah. at least a lot of people maybe in this room expected. I ended up enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would based on what I knew about it going in. I, I was optimistic, but um, I, overall, I liked it. I thought, you know it was it was a really good way to kind of solidify this new era of Star Wars, the the Disney era and say, okay, we're you know we're we're gonna try our best to kind of bring this thing into you know the the new the the new um, uh, what am I trying to say the the new story, the new continuity that we're trying to tell, we're we're also gonna try to pay homage to the old stuff, maybe sometimes too much, but they I, I think they they get it. Or they, they get what the fans are looking for in the movies, and um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I thought it would. So for me, it was it had to live up to a certain bar, and it almost did. So yeah, good and good. All right. <laughs> I um, my I, my feelings are probably like
6: most of you very complex. Um, so I'm going to expound a little bit more than each of you did just uh, you know for with a little amount of time. Yeah. Yes, I have my whole twenty-seven point issues. No, um, I will always say Star Wars as a universe as pure sci-fi is perfect. Star Wars is an, an incredible star. is It's an it's incredible sci-fi. Um, you know, so Star Wars. You know, Rogue One. Of course, for me, gets a. You know, this is a perfect sci-fi movie. You know, you've got so much to work with. You know, the universe is so expansive. So I mean. Rogue One obviously fits into that mold, you know, you've got a lot to work with, you know, maybe they didn't work with it as well as they could have, but Star Wars as a universe is perfect. Um, you know, good Star Wars movie? Yeah, you know, it's a good Star Wars movie. It wasn't uh, remotely my favorite. Um, Return of the Jedi will almost certainly always be my favorite. Really? That's my man. That's interesting. Well, you know what? I I have a thing for thirds. He remembers watching it as a little girl. I remember (laughs) as a little girl drinking my Rolling Rock.
2: (laughs) This is a really great Star (laughs) Wars movie!
6: In 1996 for the (laughs) re-releases.
2: We are not sponsored by Rolling Rock. (laughs)
6: Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> a,
0: get on it. Can you imagine five-year-old Miller with like Sci-Fi Cross Section? <laughs> <laughs> brought to he's you, got
4: right? Return of the Jedi He's got a giant lollipop in one hand and a Rolling Rock
3: in the other. It's a Rolling Rock
4: flavored
3: lollipop. <laughs> Sci-Fi Cross Section is brought to you by Rolling Rock Beer, the best beer. The, 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 the beer. Mountain Dew, the of best soda, beer. and Real Tree Camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> Real <laughs> Tree.
5: I
6: hope that's a camouflage. <laughs>
4: Uh, it, it's
3: absolutely, not, is. I'm gonna do it. it absolutely,
4: I'm is. gonna take a
6: forty-five thousand dollar loan out
3: and make
4: real street a camo company. It's uh, a
3: camo company.
6: So, so you know, perfect sci-fi movie. Uh, you know, decent, passable sci- Star Wars movie. You know, it, will ne- it probably will never be my favorite. Almost certainly never be my favorite. Um, I'm gonna go as far as to say it is a um, it's a halfway decent new expanded universe movie. I um, I've been watching a lot of uh you know expanded universe content. I'm gonna name drop real quick. Um, this stupendous wave on YouTube, you know a lot. There's there exists a lot of really great you know Star Wars legends expanded universe content. Um, you know if only you know this is not you know the Star Wars fans movie. This is the general public yes movie this is the general public story of the death star plans you know yeah this is not the star wars fans movie plebe wars it it's plebe plebe wars wars. yeah that's the title of this episode (laughs) you gotta call it plebe wars and you're not gonna get you're gonna get like zero viewership (laughs) or or you're gonna be like click click clickbait plebe wars Oh okay. you
2: know, okay. episode
4: three point five. Yeah, the, uh, one.
2: The battle the battle of the Grange Plebe one. We, we need a call sign. <laughs> Just, Plebe know. one. Plebe one right? Plebe one. A, guys, up. the call sign was Hope One. Come on. Plebe, oh, yeah, oh, definitely yeah. Uh, Plebe one. Hope solo
6: <laughs> You know, it's it is the um it is the General Publix. I salute General Publix. It is the General Publix movie. It is not the Star Wars fans' story of the Death Star plans. You know, it's, it's, it is a, you know, Star Wars is a perfect universe. It is a, uh, it is a decent movie, you know, as a whole. I I will, I can't say, you know, it's a terrible movie. I wouldn't. But um, it is a, it is a decent movie, you know, and it's, it's the only Star Wars canon we have left.
2: Guys, has Miller seen the prequels? Does he know they exist? Yes, he has.
6: We're you know what, I'm choosing to forget the whole chlorians thing.
4: <laughs> I, I God, it's, it's,
0: it's got a higher count than Master Yoda though. Holy <laughs> shit. Anyways, um Me too. <laughs> Dude's uh, ancient. Okay, well I guess I'll give my uh my rundown on it. Um in terms of science fiction, I mean it's Star Wars. So even a, even a bad Star Wars movie is good science fiction, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean it's well thought out. There's a lot of depth to it, usually. Um, most sci-fi movies can't get that deep. And Star Wars movies only get deeper. So deep. <laughs> so deep. So well, no, after a while, that. you can call it on a certain level of, like, canon. You know, you can just pull it out of nowhere and be like, Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, good sci-fi movie. In uh, terms of a Star Wars movie, do how to explain this. I think where it sits in the... The chronological order is exactly where I would, like, seed it. It's better than a lot of the prequels. Like, there's a lot of parts of the prequels that are bad. Like, if you don't like Rogue One because of the CGI, then the fucking prequels, just throw them out the fucking window. It's nothing but green screen the whole fucking time, except for the scenes in Italy. Anyways, it was better than *Revenge of the Sith*. That's, *Revenge of the Sith* is better than that. Oh no! I'll take your first answer there, Ben. No. Anyways, it's my turn to talk. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's. I definitely think that the uh, the original trilogy was better than Rogue One. Episode Seven, for the most part, I think is better than Rogue One. Um, so, in terms of Star Wars. Somewhere there in the middle. I don't know where yet. Give us some in the time. Long. Give some time. In the middle. Give us some time. Even then, I thought episode seven was amazing. And a year later, I'm just like, well, maybe it wasn't amazing. Maybe it was just pretty good. So maybe I'll feel differently about Rogue One and year i don't know mm-hmm. we've, just, already, got
4: you, you, our, we've you, already got our we've already got our goggles off though our our
3: fandom goggles no we don't you, you did already, have my goggles. Like already march, i'm telling you you definitely don't have no, your fandom you, you did off. you did something i wanted to do and i'm glad you did it because i totally forgot about it So, for for all of us now here, we went around the room once. Let's go around the room once once again. (laughs) Oh, Uh, it's not going to take forever, Ben. We're splitting this into two two separate
0: episodes anyway. This is two episodes. We're already over now. So, so
3: here's my question. Who cares? Here's my question. Episode seven or Rogue One? Episode 7 entirely. What kind of fucking no, question is that? It, it's a it's a valid question because, like you said, I've no never any heard advice. anyone say Episode 7 was the best Star Wars movie, it's but I've heard best. people say Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie, like you have, yeah, and I disagree, but I had to kind of look back through my own fandom and say, was Episode 7, you, you know, because we all, uh, we did our first podcast a year ago now, after we had watched Episode 7, you know, multiple times, I think, on on all accounts, you know, the people that were, were in it, We said, okay, well, you know, we really liked this movie overall. I think everyone's response to that movie was positive. Yeah, it's great There was no, you know, dissenting real opinions. I mean, we picked some things out. Raptors. But. (laughs) What did you say?
2: (laughs) Raptors? One bad part in an entirely
3: solid movie. But, but yeah, so that's the thing. So now, um, you know, obviously I I know what your thoughts are going to be, but I'm kind of curious genuinely what everyone else's thoughts would be. So. Episode 7. Rogue One or Episode 7? Episode you can seven. expand on that if you want. Episode 7
2: <laughs> ranks at number 3 in my of 8, and Rogue One ranks Ooh. at my number 6 of the Ooh. 8. So, okay, that's why, it right why. there. It actually
0: finished better than I
2: thought it would, okay. What, Rogue One? Yeah. It's passable. I'll I have it may I'll even admit, it's probably a better movie than Revenge of the Sith. I just thought Revenge of the Sith was a lot more fun, and I had let a me, lot more fun it's watching it. Let me
4: guess. Yeah. 5, 6, 4, 7, Rogue One... Three No, two, five, six, seven, five, six, seven, four rogue one. Five six seven four. Your number three, two three, is one. Return
6: of the Jedi, and you couldn't believe it was no. my favorite one.
2: f ah, five is just objectively the best Star Wars. Movie. Wait, okay, that's and why then, I was and shocked. And then, and
4: then three two one?
6: And then three
2: two
4: one, yes. Oh
6: okay.
2: no, three one two, objectively, sorry.
6: Objective three one two. Okay. Three, one, two. Okay. Three, one, two. Oh. Perfect point objectively. <laughs> objectively it's just
2: it's a object- movie. It wasn't directed we by assume. Lucas. Them. Okay. Sorry, but yeah, that's that's the rank. It's it's five. It's five, six, seven, four, <coughs> rogue one, three, one, two. Okay. I, I
0: mean, Matt, if you want to give your oh no. full
2: three rogue
0: one, you can. I don't know or, if I'm gonna rank them that or, way, or, no, I can't rank them right now. No, you could definitely think... just say episode uh, seven or rogue one.
1: Yeah. Okay. I find that a difficult question because they're supposed to be a different feel to them, and I hope that they both have the. Unnecessary amount of fan service because they are, you know, like Bennett said earlier, episode seven was the first oh. like call back to, oh, you know, this is the big saga. And I hope that this is just the fan servicey thing because it's the first expanded area, yeah. And so they're like, don't worry, we're still going to be true to the core. So they they kind of both have that fan servicey feel to them, but they're supposed to be different. Compare Z scores. I would say episode seven more. Good, good. Because I like that big epic thing. I. Rogue One so much fun. And I
2: may point out that the next Star Wars story is a Han Solo solo movie, so it's oh going to be God. entirely fan servicey and probably the worst Star Wars movie ever created.
4: Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. No. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared shit. Rogue One gave me we more hope than I had. For a Boba Fett movie Obi Wan.
1: Obi
2: Wan, I
0: would do it, but base it off of like those like. i didn't have taken an a Yoda
6: movie. Base it off like hundred percent CGI. Yeah,
2: yeah. I would have been fine with a Yoda movie. Why? Not? It's just an
6: animated kids movie. Wait. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. I just have opinions about Yoda.
0: <laughs> no, but seriously, base the Obi Wan movies off of like uh, those early, like nineteen fifties, like. Japanese samurai like going yes. uh, Yojimbo, you know. That definitely, been, definitely awesome. He rolls into a town. He dispenses justice. He rolls on out.
2: Definitely, no, he save he saves the stupid farm boy that got himself mixed up in some stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: what it is. I instead, want of seven, seven instead of seven <laughs> samurais, seven Obi ones. Like have it played. Have Obi Wan played. It's the same character, but played by seven different actors. <laughs> but you know he's got Qui Gon's ghost following him around it, it, too. It being you got witty. like a Colin Farrell Obi Wan. <laughs> You've Liam got Neeson Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan. Liam Neeson. No, <laughs> Neeson. that's not, not a one. <laughs> You gotta have
2: Qui Gon on your back. You Qu- gotta uh-huh. have. No. follow around as a force ghost, like, wait, making quips about his wait. skills. If
0: you do the seven Obi-Wans, then you have to do the hateful BB-8s. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I okay. took off so, uh, I to my glasses. <laughs> so, to go on to Mark.
4: Uh, okay. Easily episode seven. I remember when I, the, the first time I walked out of the, the theater after seeing Rogue One, I, that was the big question I was trying to think to myself. Was that better than Episode 7? You, you got that that first viewing adrenaline rushing through your blood. Yeah. There's, you're always just super amped about what you just saw and everything that you I loved always. about it. You I haven't understand. had time to di- digest everything. And even then I was still doubtful that it was better than Episode 7 a year later. It definitely, Episode seven's easily better. I think even though it's just a setup to what's going to be expanded on for the next two movies. It's still like, like we were saying about the character development, It still developed its characters, its core characters better Mm -hmm. in the first of a trilogy than this whole movie did. Hell, they they developed,
0: developed a droid better. <laughs> they developed those characters in like 20 minutes better than they did yeah, the yeah. entire movie of Rogue One.
2: They developed a droid um, better than an entirety so, Rogue One. So that leads
3: into my thought, and it's unequivocally Episode 7. But Episode 7, for me, I've kind of had an interesting history with. After we saw the movie, I thought it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. But then I read a lot of criticism. I kind of picked out my own flaws. And for a while, I didn't really care for it. And then I recently rewatched it, and now I think it's great. I think it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Oh. And although you could pick out, you know, a lot of the story flaws in Episode Seven, kind of compare that to some of the story flaws in Rogue One. The fact that it just kind of, kind of is a retelling of a movie we already saw. The cast is just so damn yep. good.
2: Yep. Yeah. It, it's would.
3: great. You know, I, I watched. Uh, I, I talked before we started recording. That like I was on YouTube and I just watched like individual scenes, like I watched the Han Solo uh, Kylo Ren scene and I watched the Rey Kylo Ren battle and just like individual scenes and you get goosebumps. Like as a fan, it's just so good. It's just Mm -hmm. so well done and you you have that feel. And granted too, like 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 uh, Matt has said and I, I agree with, Rogue One is not supposed to be that movie. It's not supposed to have that. You know, gravity necessarily of moving the saga forward. It's just kind of filling in the blanks of something that already happened. But you can compare story and like ultimately how important the movie is in this overall saga. But to me, it's all about just the cast and the characters and who they chose and how they brought the story to life. And I feel like you know the the Rogue One cast. There's there's some good actors involved in it, but I don't know if it just wasn't you know. It was direction. It was, yeah. If it was direction, if it wasn't their best performances, it was the material they were given. I love Mads Mickelson. I love Forrest Whitaker. You know, Diego know
0: Luna's a great Diego actor. Diego Luna's better than that.
2: Right. I know he's better than yeah. that. Yeah, it so, was definitely was, direction. Because we've seen it before with Gareth Edwards where he had he had all star cast and they didn't do anything. Yeah, so.
3: to me, you know, watching, watching both of those films. It it made me kind of sit up and, and look at the characters that were in episode seven, the, these relatively unknown actors, and say, "Wow, these they're, they're great. They're, you know, they're they're really good actors. They brought these characters to life. They made me care about these characters. I think Ray is such an awesome character. I can't yeah. wait to see so you know excited. the future adventures you know that 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 character gets into or see what happens. So yeah, episode seven for me, but
2: Miller time." So this isn't a hard question,
6: people. Six, five, oh, he's ranking them. Seven, four. Rogue one, three, two, one.
0: Wow,
2: we're close.
6: That's where i put it. Yeah, out I, huh. yeah. So, five. So we're all I on. um, well, everybody, everybody would switch out five, five and six. Okay, five and six is my favorite. Okay? I
2: respect you for six being your favorite. If like you were to say like like Rogue One's your favorite, I'd call you an idiot. But I respect yeah. you for saying six is your favorite because I understand why. Objectively, I disagree. Subjectively, I understand desert and they were on the moon. I'd call you an idiot? idiot, and I would be right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my is... God, am I Jerry Stiller? <laughs> <laughs> Basically yes, yes you are.
4: Six, six and five are really like close, man. I struggled I mean, over that to for a Jedi long time. My favorite
3: too. I didn't I, make that public. I appreciate that. I didn't, I didn't make that well, public. Oh. public. Oh, yes. is that true?
4: Strike you it from the, the record.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't the say. The
4: three of record.
6: us? Stop recording. No, uh, you know, 6 is, um, I don't know why 6 is my favorite, you know, like, um, it's... it's The um, it's, Ewoks. you yeah, like the Ewoks. It's the Ewoks, Ewoks, yeah. Honestly, you know, <laughs> Honestly, Honestly, you know little girl, one, me wanting to tune in the Ewoks. <laughs> no, it's...
2: The it's the fi- it's the final again. defeat of equal against <laughs> good, right? <laughs> That's what I always <laughs> the felt the it was for me, back back too. It's not, Sorry. I don't
6: even think it's that, you know, I think it's a sense of true closure.
2: True. As
6: of right now... All we have are 1 through 7 and Rogue One. Uh, one, two, five, six are not closed at all. Or 1, 2, uh, 4, 5 are not closure. You know, you know, 4 even is closed. Four, Even closed. Even, yeah, 4 is a cl- more closed movie than 6. But I, I think there's something in me that's a remnant of childhood seeing these movies that makes 6 my favorite. Yeah. I think it's more of a nostalgia thing. Than anything, and six does six has some great moments. There's mm-hmm. Battle of Endor, you know. There's the, the Death Star Two trench run, you know. There's, you know, they, they've got all these things. Is Star Wars five a better movie objectively? Almost certainly, you know. But there's very little closure to it. Yeah, and you know, I, I on a cliffhanger. I agree. You know, Luke is lick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> lick Sky
3: <laughs> Lick Sky Sucker.
6: <laughs> <laughs> lick Sky is like, he's in the back to tank. <laughs> <laughs> he's riding a crow. <laughs> oh, man.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. You know
6: um <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, I, I, I get it. I get so it. So
6: I, I think, you know, episode 6 will, you know, we'll we'll, we'll wait and see what happens after episode 8, yeah, 9, knows? the Han Solo movie, the Boba Fett movie, the The Obi-Wan the, movie. the, the uh, Admiral Thrawn movie,
2: my Darth Bane trilogy that's going to come Darth Bane out. Bane trilogy. Yeah you know Shadows of the Empire and
6: Malik, yeah Darth we got
2: one movie every year from here on out people Matt LeBlanc goes to yeah yeah, (laughs) four one of them one of them is bound to crush our top one it has to I mean you got a lot of
6: movies you got a lot of movies left um but uh in terms of uh Star Wars 7 being a better movie than Rogue One I I honestly can't say there is any comparison Person. Yeah, to watch it now.
2: You yeah. gotta rewatch seven. I might. I might. Why? Are you gonna say Rogue I One's have... better?
0: No, I just got it oh, okay. be <laughs> fair, gotta watch Oh, okay. To be fair, the last time I saw Star Wars Episode 7
6: was um in a in a uh, in a park after after it was a movies in the park and uh that that part whatever it was, it was.
3: in a brothel in prague it was in a brothel <laughs> i would love to be in a brothel in prague there's <laughs> a
4: rolling rock there's <laughs> a rolling rock there's <laughs> a lollipop in the other the rolling rock, <laughs> <a> rolling rock. <laughs> the lollipop <bitch. laughs> in
6: <Chilling. laughs>
5: hey, <what are> <laughs> the bitch chilling hey you i gotta go, I gotta oh, oh, best oh, I gotta go. Bye.
2: Jesus. Bye. <laughs> We are, we've now we've now <laughs> surpassed Colin's grandfather's sensibilities. <laughs> He's upset. He's gone. No. This is way past his Korean war issues. <laughs> the last time I saw Star Wars episode seven.
6: I was uh I was sitting, you know, outside the park and I'm like, when is this fucking movie gonna be over? Um That's not to say that I didn't like the movie, but I just think um I can't rate Star Wars, you know, Episode Seven really better than the prequel trilogy. You know, Seven and Four are um, in really close contention. You know, it might, it might, you know, on a on a certain day, it might be oh. six, five, four, seven wrote one okay. original trilogy.
4: You said prequel, and I, I was oh. like, what? <laughs> I can't really rate it better than the prequel trilogy, and I was like, I can't really huh. rate it better than the <laughs> original trilogy. Okay. You're
6: gonna, you're, all right, edit it out. I can't. <laughs> he won't I can't no he won't <laughs> this is gonna be a six hour episode uh, I can't I can like, three rolling rocks alright all alright let him front. get his words uh, out man. I've had two four six I've had episode seven rolling
2: rocks <laughs> <laughs> Bad, <damn people. laughs>
6: and we're out <laughs> I
2: want my aid
6: I'm stalling for Colin to get back from the
1: bathroom
2: look my butt is so sweaty I can't you know <laughs> yeah, I can't in good
6: conscience <laughs> sure. Uh, And you know, who's to say, on a certain date, episode four (laughs) won't beat episode seven. That's almost certain. Jesus Christ. So anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end the episode. He's taking his pants off.
1: Uh, now anyway, what? What did you feel? About the episode? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, I thought I heard Episode, he
2: said, episode seven. <laughs> right, so episode seven. Anyways,
0: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Cross. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, don't we got to do the thing? The Rogue One special. What? Don't thing? we got to do the thing? What, what thing? thing? thing. My goddamn hope. Jason, oh, say the it thing. It doesn't matter. It's two Jason,
3: say the one. thing. No, we gotta do the thing. Do so the just thing. let me do it. the thing. It. Yeah. Two questions. The first one is well, very hey, simple to answer.
2: First, let's, let's just, like, be respectful. Like, like, Let's be. Have a moment I of think silence. You're way past no. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll put my pants <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh, on.
2: No, uh, guys. No, seriously. Let's let's all take a second. let's like, we'll do this last. Like this question. yeah. Let's do it last. Oh, I let thought this is part of the point of his question, right? I don't know the zero postscript is is about maybe yeah let's hear his two postscripts well don't just ask the question i would would
3: call it one collective postscript
2: with two questions solemnly announce it don't just ask a question about it it.
3: so the first one is this was the first star wars film that we had that is a standalone film it's not a numbered entry it doesn't have a crawl you know it's so, did this, in everyone's opinion, kind of prove the concept that this type of movie can work? Did it work as a standalone movie? Yes. Yes.
4: Yeah. It
6: can happen. It's, I'm so, excited. so now because, It exceeded
3: my expectations. Because, obviously, I think going forward, it's going to take kind of like a Marvel-esque, you know, like <laughs> Ben said, we're getting a movie every year. So, we're going to get a numbered entry, and then we're going to get an anthology movie. And but then we're going to get a numbered entry, and then we're going to get an let, anthology let movie. Let
0: the criticism of Rogue One be the cautionary
6: tale Future
3: Absolutely, yeah.
6: standalone films.
2: Cancel Han Solo. I, I want, want a movie I... more than I want Han Solo. We want, we, we want, want a... just about
4: anything more. Than I more want, want a
2: fucking Greedo movie more than I want Han
4: Solo. Can we man? just have it be a Lando movie? Yeah, I'd be down for that. Oh, <laughs> I <I'd> mean, <be laughs> <down laughs>
2: <It'd> what about <laughs> actually probably
0: be better it's than Han Solo? Donald you Lover. know what they yeah. should?
4: Instead of a Boba Fett movie, what they should do is a Bounty Hunters movie. Yeah, the bounty too. hunters book. Yeah. Have any of you read that book? And they all have
0: bombs in their heads.
4: No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's the just bounty explains. hunters book. Oh shit! Wow. <laughs> it was. It, this is like the first Star Wars book that I ever read.
2: Tales from the Cantina, right?
4: No, no it's, it's called Bounty Wars Hunters. Bounty oh, really? And it it goes all the, all the bounty hunters that you see in the original trilogy. It just goes and it tells short stories about each of their see I actually thought about that the exact idea and how it would would be better for like a Netflix yeah like have it be like a
1: Netflix thing and each one is like an hour long short story
4: of these different bounty hunters giving us a little background on them my fate I think IG-88 is my favorite oh it's so cool
6: IG-88 I will remind you they did have a little part like uh, Gendy Tartakovsky Clone Wars
2: um uh not canon anymore. Uh, fuck! 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 What? Really? It's, it hasn't been canon since Star Wars: Clone Wars came out. God damn it! Really? Uh, Jason.
0: What was the other part you wanted to mention?
3: The yeah, sorry.
2: One... I thought you were mentioning the first it's that okay. thing. That off, was right
0: right the first off the first So
3: the second one is, um, in light of obviously just a few days ago, which was you know very sad for Star Wars fans everywhere. Carrie Fisher passing away. Yes. Um, just everyone's thoughts on. You know, going forward with this current trilogy, where they think, you know, it's going to go or how they think it's going to change. Uh, ben actually filled me in because I know we, we kind of had our group, you know, chat going where I had mentioned, you know, I was a little bit worried about episode eight now. Um, ben had told me or filled me in that, that she actually finished her filming for episode eight. So oh, episode, episode eight, eight's done. Yeah, episode me. eight's done. So we're not worried about that. But in terms of episode nine, I mean, I guess one of the things I'm kind of concerned about is. Since Carrie Fisher's role was kind of so big or made to be very important in this new trilogy, you've got a lot of moments now that I'm not really sure if we're going to see or how they're going to do it. You've got her kind of reconciling, hopefully, or reuniting with Kylo Ren somehow. You've got her reconciling or reuniting with Luke, which I really hope is an Episode 8 thing. I hope... That that scene is on film already. Well, but but you don't know, and and that's the, just why I'm kind of curious what you guys think about that. The
2: rumor is that each ep- that each episode was originally planned to uh, off one of them anyway. Each episode was going to off one. So Probably episode seven was hard. Han is off Episode eight was either going to be Leia or Luke is off and then episode nine, the last one's going to be off And that was the orig- That was the the big rumor surrounding their their yeah. involvement in this. One of the things. Can that- we say whether that actually happened? I don't know. All I know that is, if they CGI Carrie Fisher, if they have the gull to do it, I will never watch another Star Wars movie again for the rest of my life. Yeah, I don't
3: think they're gonna go that route. At least I hope they don't. I hope they don't either. I but, think
2: it'd be incredible. But kind of, I don't disrespectful. think they will either, but
4: Why would that why would that turn you off Star Wars? It's
2: it's disrespectful. It's uh, it's it's I yeah. thought it was so disrespectful when they uh, He's been dead he's for 30 dark. years. We've or, is We've so passed something. it. How long someone could be dead? For I think I don't, I don't I don't I think you should wait till the body's a little cold. Okay. Yeah. I think I I think it was disrespectful when they did it to Paul Walker. I thought I thought that was just awful. I I but thought it, it was the worst thing. But I, think, I, think, I
0: w- think it's disrespectful when you did it for Peter Cushing. I think anytime
2: you take an actor that I
0: agree.
2: passed away and you decide to CGI them, I think that. I I'm true. more tolerable with it with Peter Cushing, even though it looked awful. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh, they ruined it. I just think like like it's been like like 20 years. Princess Leia years.
3: and Carrie Fisher. It, it's such an iconic right. role. You cannot do a several things. You cannot recast that role. No. You cannot recast never, it. Never. And you, know, you cannot no. reproduce that with CGI. Leia can you
2: live, on, books.
3: She can live on, in so so on in books. You can't do it. So, episode nine, she will. She will. I feel like, is going to be devoid of Leia. It, they're not going to do it.
2: Yeah, she'll so either now, be killed off an eight or she will have been killed off off screen. Dang right. it's so, it's that's the, why I'm
0: curious it's where it's they're going to go with it. I would not put it past her. And it's Colin Trevorrow. I don't fucking trust that guy. I I, I know, but I just, oh, see them. I just can't. Oh, you just
2: reminded see... me Cassandra. Yeah, <laughs> so nice. I just I've purged it from my memory banks. I
3: I just can't see them doing it. So that's why I'm just curious oh. because, you know, seven and from what I've heard, eight, you know, is actually expanding General Leia's role. So now you've created, you know, this big I just story for this character, and now this actress has you know tragically died. I'm sure. Disney, with all their you know squillions of dollars that they've got invested in this, that they're going to, or they have some type of contingency in place. They have to have plans. Sure. For this. What up and happens if you know Mark Hamill, you know, is eating a uh In and Out burger and dies or something like that? I mean, <laughs> no one. Come
2: on, man! That. He's been working out
3: too. I, he looks <laughs> great, by the way. Mark Hamill looks great, but I'm just saying, like when when you've got characters that are or actors that are that integral to the story you're trying to tell you have to have some type of contingency plan when there's yeah. that much money involved and everything else I'm i think i'm literally
4: picturing kylo ren and princess leia in the exact same position <laughs>
2: Just like, just like Carrie Fisher's face is pasted onto Han Solo's, like badly, basically, like, and and he's just like,
4: would you, would you help me?
2: Well, well if the it's rumor is true, like, sure, how could this go wrong? If the rumor is true, I honestly think that Leia will die in Episode Eight. I've I've kind of thought I, that anyway. I, yeah, I would have assumed that um, party from Han, maybe. You know, I think it's, I think it's simply that she's going to feel like, you know, she'll do everything in her power to stop her son now. She's not, Leia's not the type to be like, no, there's still a way to find him. Leia's the type that's gonna be like, alright, he's, he's done, he's gone, I'm not helping him anymore. And I think that, I, I, who knows, we'll see. I think she's more that type.
0: If anyone, Luke's more, like tired of the bullshit. He's tired of giving people psychic chances.
2: And most importantly what I was Leia, about to say is that race. if anyone is going to survive for, for two more movies, it's probably going to be Luke and not Leia. I think I, if, if the rumor is true, like I said if they're going to do one in each movie I don't think they'd kill Luke here and then leave Leia around for one more. I think they'd kill Leia here and then I
4: think Luke is going to is Going to pull like a uh, a Vader situation on Kylo, but like a reverse Vader, where join
2: me and together we'll be broke peasants in a Jedi no, temple. No, no, no.
4: Like instead of Luke killing Vader and Vader fading out and being basically forgiven by the Force in the end, Luke didn't kill Vader.
2: Palpatine did. Yeah, Barely. you know what I mean, though. Def- like beating him down. Like Right, beating him. Okay, fine.
4: At the end there, I think it's going to be a similar thing with Luke and Kylo's redemption. Kind of.
2: I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Hmm? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I, just, I don't think it'd be... I don't think it'd be profitable to, to CGI her or recast or anything no. I don't think that's stupid well it's just interesting to me because now
3: we're in a situation where you know one of those original people isn't there if they want them to be there they're not there that person mm-hmm. has passed away so you know coming into 7 all the important people for all intents and purposes were still alive so they mm-hmm. could use them in any way they want to and now they can't and the, the, this new trilogy so I'm, I'm just happy that episode 8 is done
2: yeah.
3: I wasn't aware of that when I, you know, posed that question, so you I'm glad. You know, I'm glad. But, um, yeah, it's just gonna be kind of curious to see what changes have to be made for 9. Should probably start with changing the director, but...
2: <laughs> oh, you reminded me again. Sorry. If, if nothing um, else, they always had
4: the option of holding off some footage why couldn't he have and a using heart it in 9.
2: I hate him so much. Jurassic right. World is shit.
4: Thanks for hanging out with us for way too long. Colin, sign off so that
2: can, uh... Yeah,
0: uh, yes. <laughs> oh, Colin, uh, thank, uh, <laughs> thank you... Chris Hardwick. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Chris Hardwick, for just listening. I appreciate that. Awful. Uh, thank you, Colin Trevorrow, for, uh... Dying.
3: Wow. Wow. That was dark. That Could he,
2: though? Like... The views
3: of Ben do not represent the You know, the we said a lot of, of dark, dark shit in this podcast,
2: podcast, so that... Just Could we just trade crazy. Colin Trevorrow... Carrie?
6: Let me just say. <laughs> I, I'd make that trade.
2: <laughs> Thank you for that. anybody you. in
6: this room would make that trade. <laughs> but let's just let's end on this. You know, um, you know, Carrie Fisher, we uh we yes. lost somebody uh honestly truly special. Um, you know, I've, I've heard um many things over the last few days, you know, uh you know, much sympathy, um I've heard a lot of people on the opposite end of the spectrum saying, you know, why are you mourning over a celebrity's death so much, you know, blah, 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 this and that, you know, um, that's ignorant for yes. it, it is one, one it's ignorant, you know, this is a, two, this is a person who's been very special to quite frankly, millions of people, you know, you know, uh, mm-hmm. let alone her, her mother who tragically, you know, is also a passed mm-hmm. away at this point. Um, you know, um, Carrie Fisher, uh, regardless of what you thought of the woman, you know, truly, a, a special human being, truly, a, a part of, you know, any, any Star Wars
3: fans galaxy. Um, and she's I, part of
6: pop culture.
3: Yeah. I mean, she's part of-, she's part of Pop culture history, history at this point.
6: You know, um, it's, it's, it's so tragic that she's gone, you know, and, uh, I- regardless of what direction they take with these movies you know I'm, I'm sure you know every star wars fan you know in the galaxy is going to be sorely missing her so um so 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 this episode you know i i know we all feel that this episode is um this episode is for her you know um it it absolutely is dedicated in honor to her you know star wars would be nothing nothing without her um So, you know, to Carrie Fisher, you know, we all wish you, uh, may may the force be with you.
5: Yeah. May the force be with you. May the force be with
6: you.